Hello there, and welcome to episode 31 of Unknown Regions Podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and with me is your other host, my son, Colin. Hello. Hello. This is our big one-year anniversary Mm. slash year in review slash state of the force address episode we're cramming it all into one yeah uh because we wanted to wait until mandalorian was over for force address purposes right 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 which was a good call yeah it was a very good call we both kind of just uh, decided that on our own, and then I think you brought it up like it's really dumb if we do this before Mandalorian's over. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It is. I was thinking the exact same thing. It's really dumb. Um, so first and foremost, happy anniversary, Colin. Mm. Hello. Yes. Happy anniversary, Unknown Regions podcast. Yeah. yeah happy anniversary, Unknown Regions podcast theme. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 That. Yeah. I mean, I actually got a Facebook memory thing. Oh, me too. The post, I think you posted it. Yeah. Yes, that was weird. I think it was last month, though. Pretty sure. We recorded that on November fifteenth. Uh, yeah. I know. Okay, here's some weird serendipity, I guess. Okay. We recorded. Well, Colin had the theme recorded live with an orchestra on November Mm fifteenth, which happens to be my mom's birthday. Uh, I knew that. Yeah. We recorded our first episode of Unknown Regents podcast on December 7th, 2019. December 7th was my dad's birthday. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that is weird. Wow. And I don't think... That was not on purpose. No, it wasn't on purpose. (laughs) And I don't think it... I realized you were doing the orchestra on the 15th because I told you that day, like, this is weird. This is my mom's birthday. Because my mom was a... um, music theory professor and piano teacher what a beast basically probably a lot of the reason colin has any talent at all is in the dna Uh, y'all say that (laughs) and it hurts that's not even true it's not that you know i'm kidding (laughs) but it is weird it's very coincidental yeah because she literally would have died yeah yeah she would have just loved that yeah that would um and then just the fact that we did our first episode on my dad's birthday did not even occur to me (laughs) until i went to look at what day we did record our first episode and it i was like oh my god that is weird oh so you didn't even notice then no i just noticed that's wild yeah i don't know why i didn't notice we published it on a different day but we actually yeah 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 right on his birthday right so hey mom and dad (laughs) they definitely listen to this podcast oh yeah i'm sure they're guaranteed extraordinarily proud right now <laughs> they probably are honestly. of our 31 episodes it's pretty good i mean okay but our 31 episodes encompass how many hours of content yeah you know what i was gonna like count normal podcasts do an hour or less every episode we have uh, about i would say 60 episodes worth of content like actually <laughs> i'm not joking i know you're not yeah so i was gonna count the hours but then i knew it would be embarrassing so i didn't oh you should have dude <laughs> That would have been so funny, because then I would have been like, see? It's too much. No, nah, but, uh, what was I going to say? But I was, I was, oh, no, I was going to say something. What was oh, and, oh and that's not even including, like, the hours of stuff we've recorded that are not in the episodes. That's true. Which there have been a few, and, like, we've had issues. Oh, and also, incidentally, it is New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have <laughs> a most beautiful <laughs> flute of my favorite 
champagne. Flute? Is that the word? This type of glass is called a flute. Oh, my gosh. A champagne flute. Okay. okay. I didn't know so, that. So um, this could be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Don't be getting tipsy on the pod, well, my guy. what happened the last time I had one single oh, glass yeah. <laughs> of champagne. Oh, man. That was crazy, man. What was, when, I was trying to think when that even was or what I was even drinking a glass for. I think it was... Was it not Star Wars related? I think it was. I cannot remember what it was for. Why I would ever be drinking champagne, because I don't drink. Very rarely. And anyway, I have a sensitivity sometimes. Yeah. It's very hit or miss. So weird, to man. Wine. Why is your body so wet? I don't know. I have all <laughs> kinds of autoimmune issues. Right. And so, and and they're not consistent sometimes. So sometimes I will drink a glass of wine, and literally nothing happens. Like, right, right, right. I don't even get tipsy. Like it's just like water. Weird. Other times I will have one glass or even a few sips. She's out of here. <laughs> and my whole body goes bananas. You're so weird, man. And, like, my rosacea will go insane, and yeah. my feet get really hot, and I get super drunk really fast, like, <laughs> off of just, like, a half a glass. Um, and that's what happened last time I had a glass of champagne. However, I was coming off of a couple of months of, like, no oh, sugar. Oh, was it Dad's birthday? <gasps> yeah. I think it was Dad's birthday. It was Dad. It was my husband's 50th birthday. You're right. That's what it was. Um I hadn't had sugar, I hadn't had gluten, no um, dairy. Like, I, I had been on a really strict diet, and I thought, one glass of champagne is not going to kill me. <laughs> she was it, wrong. It didn't kill me, <laughs> but it was seriously... It was kind of weird, man. I was it, like, ooh. It was seriously impactful. Like I didn't want to see that. Let's just so say. anyway, this could be a terrible idea, but... I mean, that's content, bro. I'm sure people will find that funny. Honestly, that vuv has been sitting in there since Thanksgiving. We were going to drink it on Thanksgiving. Vuv. But then is that what I was, that is? That's what it's called, yeah. Okay. And uh, I was afraid to drink it and then have a reaction like that and be, like, halfway in the middle of cooking something and then not <laughs> be able like, to, yeah, just <laughs> mess up dinner. So oh, I was no. like, you know what, no vov yeah. for Thanksgiving. That's good. <laughs> but the worst that could go wrong here is I'm just going to become kind of a lunatic. You're just going to start, like, rambling about the Rise of Skywalker. That's literally just what's going to I mean, happen, it's I on like. the docket to talk about it anyway, so. Yeah. So, getting back to what we're here yeah. for. Um, yeah, that's, like, one of those rants that you're going to make me cut out, isn't it? Mm-mm. Okay, good. Please. I hate when that happens, because oh, I'm like, Mom. This stuff is so good, though. <laughs> um, What we're going to do, here's the, here's the blueprint for the episode. Yeah. We're going to talk about basically our favorite things in Star Wars since we started podcasting. So it's going to be a little more than the usual 2020 calendar review. It's going to go back to like when we first started podcasting, which was early December. Oh, yeah. yeah 2019. Yeah. yeah. But more or less a yearly. I, you I'm know, including um, one thing that comes before that. Yeah, I don't. I have. I have one thing, I think, okay. that comes before 2020. Um, and then we're going to talk about our least favorite things. I have a third category I, I made myself. Yes, and th- that's fine, which is? The things I am skeptical about. <laughs> so it's the in-between, the balance. Skeptical about, yeah. but maybe hopeful. So, like, I'm, like, 50-50, I like-dislike this. 
Yeah. I'm uncomfortable, basically, about this. That's what I'm trying to say, I guess. Okay. There's not a lot, but okay. there are some... This is, this is a good controversy, man. Just saying. You're going to be like, Colin, what oh, are you no. talking about? Oh, no. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't want to hold us to just, like, top five, bottom five or anything. It's uh, just yeah. whatever oh. I decided. But you numbered yours. Well, I I ranked things. Oh, I did not. In number... Is that okay? I mean, sure, I guess. I mean... You don't have to rank them. I don't think I can rank that. That's fine. Okay. And then um, we're going to talk about... We're maybe going to say what our favorite episodes of our podcast have been since we started. And then we're going to have the State of the Force address. Yeah. And that's all you, right? Well, I mean, I want your commentary. Okay. (laughs) Obviously. But, like, you have that? I wasn't supposed to do anything about that, No. Okay, cool, cool. All right, all right. And all of this, I want to preface... I want to pass this test, bro. I want to preface by saying there are some significant things that have happened in Star Wars that I have not read or watched or listened to yet. So if they're not on either list, it's not because I love them or don't love them or don't hate them. It's that I just haven't either finished reading. It's mostly books. Let's just be honest. Um, That I never got around to finishing. So uh, like things like from a certain point of view, the Empire Strikes Back edition, I've only read a couple of stories in there. And I'm still not caught up on Dr. Aphra. Mm. <sighs> yeah, you gotta get on that. I feel like you'd like it. I, What I've read, I love. It's, there's just, I have no excuse. Can I say something? What? You're like Marie Claire and Debs. <laughs> By the way, get on that. Sorry, Marie Claire. <laughs> Colin is real bad at you for not watching Debs yet. Either. Get on it. Um, and I also haven't finished that Clone Wars anthology book. I've read a couple stories in there that I've really liked. Like, mm. I'm just not a good reader, you guys. Well, I should say, too, I've only read this year two Star Wars related things. So all the stuff that you're mentioning are none. I've read the Kylo Ren comic series, which you made me read, which yes. was good. I didn't need to be made to read it by then. But and then the the tree short story. The take about tree shorts. Right. Oh my god. And that even made it into my Same. um it made it into my state of the force address. Oh. Oh. Yeah. All right. That's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna So there could be other things in that book that I just don't even know about. Uh-huh. So Okay. That's fine. <laughs> but like I said, those are the only two things I've read, so Disclaimer. I'm not gonna like people are gonna be like, oh, so illiterate. Nah, nah. I, I just, I, I'm into the screen side of things more. Well, and honestly, <clears throat> if there was ever a year to get caught up on reading, it was this one. And I just didn't do it. Right. <laughs> also, I just want to say my eyes, my eyesight has really gone in the garbage can. <laughs> okay. In the last nine to ten months since I had a diagnosis of ocular rosacea. Who ever knew that was a thing? But apparently Whack. it is. And I have it, and my eyesight has really gotten terrible. All right. I know I, I need it. I mean, you glasses. don't need it. Huh? <laughs> you don't need it. You're not doing anything what do you that mean? requires I, that you I need it. I don't need eyesight. I mean, what are you doing? I'm just saying that I've stopped reading for the most part a lot because I can't friggin' see, and mm-hmm. I needed glasses. <laughs> and I'm literally waiting for my eyes to get as bad as they're going to get before they plateau, and then I'll go get glasses because I don't right. want to, like... Old lady. Well, I don't want to get like a prescription, and then a month later, I need another right. one, because it really has gone bad that quickly. It's month to month. It's just getting like, am I blurry to you? 
Are you? No, you're not blurry to me. What is, though? But, like, that poster. Really? I can see it, but it's blurry. Dang. Yeah, it's bad. My okay. eyes are trashed, mm. unfortunately. Um, okay, well, let's start. Let us commence. You want to start with the faves? Oh, do I start? Okay, so yeah. do you want me to go through them all, or do you want me to, like, go one by one and we talk about it? Um, do do? why don't you do one, then I'll do one, then you do one, then okay. I'll do one. We'll do that. Really? Yes. Well, yours are numbered, though. You, it doesn't matter. Should... If yours are not ranked, that's fine, but mine are ranked, and I'm just going to say so. Okay. Uh, the first thing I have are, okay, so this category is best things that have happened since the beginning of the podcast. All right. Number one, I put Jedi Fallen Order. That's the thing that is oh. before 2020. You know? Mm-hmm. Solid game. Not a not a bump in that game. It, it's a really good Star Wars game. Like it, it stays true to the, to the Force idea. It's not cheesy. There's no like cheesy cameos. It's like it's just a solid new story. It was very new. Very like, new. All the stuff you told me about deep cuts. A lot really of deep cool. cuts that are really used in an interesting way. Character development was amazing. Night Sisters. That's Night all Sisters. I needed to know. I mean, it's, there's nothing bad about that game. So it's solid. It's a solid game. I forgot about that totally. Yeah. But well, I mean, I'm not a gamer. I didn't yeah. play it. But from everything he told me, very cool and intriguing. Yeah. And like you said, new. Yeah, it's new. That was why I like it. New characters, new story. Yeah. Like if it was like a loot game, I'd have been like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't need any more. <laughs> don't get me started. On Jedi. But yeah, that's cool. That stuff's cool. The planets are cool. The graphics are great. The story is kind of insane. The story is, like, movie-worthy. Like, they could have put that in a film, that story. It's really good. So, well, I've never played a game like that. They introduced the whole concept of the Zepho. Yeah, dude. Which is a brand Whack. new... Whack. Cool thing. Yeah, this game t- talks a lot about Operation... Uh, Augur? I believe it's Operation Augur. Mm. Which is like an arc. It's like you know how Hitler was kind of about collecting all this paraphernalia mm-hmm. for the occult. Yeah, that's that. It's basically the, the emperor being like, "Go stuff. take all this stuff. Like, find this force sensitive objects, find these artifacts, whatever." Mm-hmm. And the Zepho, they were like archi- They were like agricultural, architectural, like kind of masterminds, kind of. And there was a lot. They had like figured out how to use the force, but they called it the Life Wind. It's just it's fascinating. It's a weird like little pocket that I like, you know. You and the should, Empire comes in and just like takes everything. You should basically. bring that up during our State of the Force address because I forgot all about the Zepho since I didn't play that game. Okay, I'll do my best. They are actually important, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're super interesting. Okay, well I'm gonna start at the bottom of my ranked list of favorite things. The bottom? Oh, this yeah. Is number one. Work my way up to the top. Okay. Um, at number eight, I have eight things on here. At number eight is uh, the, wait, is it the Rise of Kylo Ren? I think that. (laughs) I've had three sips of champagne. Dude. And I already can't remember the name of that comic. Oh. Is that what it's called? (laughs) That doesn't sound right. I think that's not right. I think. I think, isn't it? um, I think it's the Rise of Kylo Ren, isn't it? Oh my no, god. Oh no, nah, dude. You need to stop. <laughs> we're 15 minutes in, man. We're not bringing it all the way through. Oh, no. Rise of... I think that's it. I actually think that's it. Yeah, it is Rise okay, of okay. Kylo Ren. Why didn't that sound right? I don't know, but 
Yeah, it didn't for me. Too. Okay, sorry. Yes. Uh, the Rise of Kylie Ren comic by Charles Soule mm-hmm. um, was very... Okay, let's just say this. I was looking forward to that comic probably just as much as I was looking forward to Rise of Skywalker. Okay, wow. Like Solid. a lot. Okay. Um, And it did exactly what I thought it would do. Yeah. By the way, by the way, I also put that, so we can cover it together. Oh, good. Um, but what I hadn't anticipated was that it was going to exonerate Ben Solo for a lot of things. Yeah. Yet, still, in the movie, he's killed off. So, <laughs> my take on what, like, my prediction on what this comic would be was correct. That's and, why it's so low on your list. Because you love it, but you also kind of yeah. are like... Yes, that is why it's at the bottom of my favorite things. Well, you should have you should have done a skeptical category. Because that would go there. Well, I mean, it's still I, it's still so well done, and the story yeah. is so that's, interesting. That's skeptical. Yeah, like the whole um, the whole Ren thing. Like mm-hmm. that character was super cool. How he had like these friends, mm-hmm. but also they that, turned on him. But they weren't really his friends. They were really just kind of jealous of him. Oh, except yeah, for, yeah, yeah, except for, sure. for uh, I think his name was Ty. Yeah. Um, who seemed like he was actually his really true friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically what I really loved about it was the artwork too. Yeah. Um, I'm about that. I'm about that artwork. Dude. Mr. Sliney, Sliney. I never do know how to say I think his it's name. Sliney. I think you looked it up once. <sighs> I know. I can't remember. Um, but the artwork is he's, no the one man. else should ever be allowed to draw Ben Solo or Kylo Ren ever <laughs> true, again. Like, dude, he's honestly. so good at it. Yeah, that's true. Beautiful artwork and just filled in a lot of the... the a lot of cool dialogue. Some gaps, you know, yeah. in, in his story and what happened. You know, it, it verified that he was manipulated. It verified that he did not, I repeat, did not blow up the Academy. <laughs> Is it an Academy? Well, whatever. I guess it was, yeah. He didn't. Okay. okay. Stay not... on topic. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. I am you put staying that on, on topic. your other category. I am staying on topic. It's very clear in the comic that he did not. Yeah. Um, gave me one of my favorite ship designs. True. The, the Grimtosh. Grimtosh, yeah. Ben Solo's ship. Yeah, it's cool. Super cool. True. Ship. And then. That weird planet that Snoke is on. That really weird plant that Snoke <laughs> like, is on. So strange. Like, Ben Solo in outfits. Like, yeah. the, the fits were... The fits. A+. plus. <laughs> he got drip in that comic, man. Had we had a celebration this year, like we were supposed to, you know there would have been Costumes. some Ben Solo comic oh. costumage. Maybe, yeah. around cosplay. Uh, so that's just another thing to be sad about. We didn't get... Rip, yeah. Uh, but, you know... 2022, I, I, I'm putting it out there. I expect some of you <laughs> yeah. with your talents to be making a couple of those costumes because they're really cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, what else did we get? Oh, we got to see him bleed his crystal. Yeah, it's dope. That was really sad. It made me very sad. Yeah, it's dope, though. <laughs> so that's why it's kind of down on my list. Like, it was a great story, 
and I was really looking forward to it. And um, it was some of the very, very limited Ben Solo content that we've received this year. True. But it also made me very sad, and it also made me um, feel kind of icky because, like I said, I thought this whole comic was... They were going to say, hey, guess what? The Raylas have been right all along. Ben Solo did nothing wrong because they wanted to justify him living mm-hmm. out his the rest of his life. But in essence, what it was used for was just to appease that portion of fandom just to make them think like, oh, redeeming him is okay and not going to make them mad. Mm-hmm. So, okay, would have been much higher on my list. Yeah. Ben Solo yeah. lived. Okay. <laughs> would have been much higher. I feel like everything would be higher on the list if that happened with you. I but... mean, I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So you don't, you have anything to say about that since it's on no, your you list No, you basically too? just said everything. Okay. Um, okay, next one, Boba Fett coming back. <laughs> and I know it's not, it's out of order. This is not like, but. That's literally my number one. You just took it. <laughs> Dude, That's I told my you, number how one. am I not going to have that I on know, my list? but why didn't you save it till a little later? I don't know, bro. You said you wanted me to go <laughs> back and, you wanted to go back and forth. I know. That was your doing. Okay. All right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, do I need to say, like, there's nothing really I can need to say, but I specifically put, I liked Boba Fett coming back and the Slave One and the Seismic Charge, like, all together. Like, that was the package. Okay. And it was delivered. Uh, dreams come true. Yeah, that's all yeah. I can say. <laughs> yes. The the Wishes. end of that first episode of season two, when they just show him. Yeah, we're about that. I we're about it. Could not believe my eyeballs. Yeah, like was... I really, I knew it had been rumored. Like I don't listen to rumors because I just yeah don't want to be disappointed when I when they're wrong. Even though it turned out every single rumor that I've heard in the last three years <laughs> happened. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's weird, man. <laughs> More or less happened. Um, but still, I try not to, you know. I know. Depend on rumors too much. For sure. But, uh, yeah, I c- be, still yeah. can't believe it. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe we're getting a series. Mm-hmm. It's... But beyond, <laughs> I never... Like, even if I believe the rumor that he was coming back and going to be on The Mandalorian, like, that makes sense. It does you know, make sense. It does make sense. But the fact that there's a whole show now. Yeah. What? And see, that is where you're going to be like, Colin, how dare you? About what? The show. I can't say it now because we're not. Oh, are category. you skeptical? I can't say it. Okay. I'm not going to spoil it. All right. Okay? But, uh, I mean, yeah, I liked I liked seeing the inside of the save one. That was cool. Mm. The seismic charge stuff was cool. I like the acting. I thought his acting was really solid, oh my God. and he's, he's like so good. really good at the role. I think it's I think he's his um, yeah, and I just like him, and I like his I, the voice. I should have put that. The, hearing the voice is like my childhood actually coming back. But uh, yeah, and the fact that they've paired him up with Finnick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I should say that too. Finnick being back too is cool. I of mean. Course. I'm picturing, here's what I'm picturing this show is going to be like. It's going to be like Adama and Rosalind from BSG, Mm. like an older couple. (laughs) Okay. But chaotic. Okay. Like, I don't think they're going to be, I don't think they're going to be like bad. Yeah. I think it's going to be more like chaotic neutral (laughs) or chaotic good if we're we're assigning them 
D&D personalities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and they probably still have some grudges against some people, hence oh, yes. uh, Bib Fortuna. Oh, yes. Being disposed of. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just not having him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think for the most... You know, I hope it's not just going to be them being evil because been saying the whole time if they're just going to bring him back and he's just going to be the same bad guy that that is lame to me yeah that's, yeah i agree i agree don't really care if mm. that's the case i agree okay so that was yours yeah so now it's my turn okay yeah. just don't go in number order really i'm going no in number order on mine um my next favorite thing is baby yoda in season two of the mandalorian slash him seeing den's face for the first time oh dang okay it's a very specific one. Well, because it, I feel like it goes along with, I I really liked, I didn't care that much, sorry, but I didn't really care that much about Baby Yoda in the first season. Like, he was cute, and the reveal was amazing. Yeah. But, like, I'm sorry, I need more than cute. You know? I know, yeah, I, for sure. I'm not that easily won over, I guess, <laughs> yeah. by a cute puppet. Yeah. But in season two, they really took some strides mm-hmm. with his personality and how he's, um, in my opinion, like right in the middle mm-hmm. of light and dark. And he sticks his toe over to one side or the mm-hmm. other quite often this season. Yeah, yeah. You like that stuff. I love that. And then um, just, I feel like. I, on, you know, on Twitter and Facebook and everything, all anybody's talking about in the season finale is the cameo appearance. Yeah. And it's irking me. Because That's a little lame. Because the big thing in that episode was him seeing Din's face. That was what we were building to. I, I know. And it was very, like, I even succumbed to that cameo taking the focus off of, and in a bad way, like, I wasn't happy to see luke skywalker i was annoyed mm-hmm. and it even I, even still i was just like I, the, I didn't even tear up or anything yeah i know the I first know. time mm-hmm. later on i got emotional about it but, i did as well that same here yeah but that's a big moment two years in the making yeah it's kind of bad writing <laughs> i just i'm it, sorry but it kind of is I like, know, it's I, anticlimactic it makes me mad yeah. It, it'll always make me mad now, probably. But Yeah. Hopefully season three we will get back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to Din. I think so. I hope so. And Grogu and all these cameos. Now everybody has their own show, so Yeah, dude. It's like <laughs> Now we can concentrate <laughs> yeah. on Din and and uh I feel like Bo Katan is pretty essential to his story, to be honest. It's not oh, yeah, like, I hope she stays, bro. Yeah, we need more. We need more on her. But. I honestly hope it's more about her. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, I hope I we get more of her acting, though, man. I hope she's in it quite a bit, because I think she's gonna be. I hope she's gonna be integral I to do where too. his story is going. Mm-hmm. So that's my number seven. Okay. Um. What's your next? Oh yeah, I have throne room series. <laughs> See, okay. I had that on my list. Oh, bruh. But then I was like, you know what? We should do a separate section of our favorite oh. things that we've done on the podcast. Well, that, yeah. Okay. Well, I, again, when I made this list, I was not anticipating, so I'm going on my own understanding okay. of what you wanted. Well, maybe put a pin was... in that, okay. and we'll talk okay. about that when we get to that part. Okay, I'll go to the next so one. So what's huh? your next one? Uh, music in season two. Of Mandalorian. Yeah. 
Wow. Because it's very different. It is. And I, I, I very much appreciate that. And I think he, in his first season, it's a, I think the problem with the first season that I had with the music was that it was not, like, it was obvious that he was trying to marry this, like, uh, acoustic, like, authentic sound and electronic sound mm-hmm. together. But it was not doing it for me. Like, it was too adjunct. No, it was too just, it was too disjunct. Just, like... Disjointed. Uh, disjointed, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, like I felt like it was kind of... There was not an economy to it. Economy is what I'm looking for. Like, it was not building off of each other. I didn't feel. Hmm. But this season, I, like... It was clear to me when electronic stuff was used, why it was used, and, like, when acoustic stuff was used, why it was used. I thought his working in with, like, that one episode with the March of the Resistance is really nice. I like the dubstep stuff. I like... Like, it's, it's just, like, he kind of went all out. The ending music is really good. And he did counterpoint in the credits. So it's like, he's doing, like, a lot of stuff, you know? He's doing, like, a lot of stuff. But That's to you, new. it seemed more organic It was more organic and economic, yeah, I would say. Or last season, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was, it was something about it this season. I, I thought it was much better. I see what you're saying, and, I, and that's natural, right? Like, he would be used to it more. He's yeah. probably just stressed <laughs> uh, for the first season. A little bit, at well, least. Well, I think he was also just trying to... Make a statement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Musically, yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Here's where. Here's what this show is about. Here's what the yeah. music is about. Yeah. And I totally get what you're saying about sometimes it's seeming a little inorganic or forced. Yeah, yeah, a little forced. Um, it just it didn't mix well I mean, with the I scenery. I really loved it. I still love it. Like I would see but... like desert, and then I would hear synth, and it would just be kind of weird, you know, like for me. But this season, I mean, when there were robots, like, there was definitely going to be some electronic music. When there was Force stuff, it was mostly authentic music, like, instruments, mm-hmm. right? Orchestral mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I mean, his theme is just how it is. Uh, um, I, I have my own take on the theme, honestly. It's probably my least favorite of his work so far. But That's like, so crazy. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really love it. But, yeah, Buddy stepped up, I guess is what I'm saying. So, snaps. He did so. Well, I think you mentioned that already, but the use of a few of John Williams' motifs that he did this season mm-hmm. were just. Amazing. Yeah, it wasn't like too much. You know, I mean, he does a really good job at that. That's another thing, too. Like, I mean, you only using the force scene one time so far, and. Yeah, I'm mad the about resistance that, once. I mean, regardless, regardless of that, when it <laughs> was used, but like the I'm fact mad. that he's not been using that all the time, I appreciate as well. Well, I appreciated it, too, because I thought it was going to be, like, a big Grogu moment. Yeah, I understand what you thought. I'm just saying and I like I... how he was not, he's not, like, riding the coattails of... Oh, gosh, not at John all. John Lim, so... Not even a little it's bit. It's cool. You know? Yeah. That's it. Okay, where did I leave him? Oh. Um, okay, so I'm at number six on my list. Yep. The Siege of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. That's Solid. a big. That's a big number six. It kind of is. It encompasses a lot. <laughs> Jeez, bro. But I didn't. I tried to think of like, okay, can I narrow it down to maybe one scene of when I was just like blown away, and I really can't. Like there was. Yeah, it's pretty good. There were big scenes, and big moments, throughout. Like uh-huh. Bo-Katan coming back. Yeah. Uh, that's right. The Again. conversation <laughs> between her and Anakin. 
Um, and him giving her the sabers and the 501st painting their helmets, like all of the stuff. Right. Was pretty emotional and pretty yeah, awesome. Dude. Yeah. The music was freaking incredible. M- music was bomb. Kevin Kiner just outdid himself entirely. Truly. Um, I mean, the Sundari throne room, obviously. Mm, indeed. And the battle, the lightsaber battle between yeah. Ahsoka and Maul. That was fire. One of the best lightsaber battles. If not the best. In all of Star Wars. If not the best. If not the best. Um. Yeah. And just how sad the ending was. Yeah. Just, oh my god. Yeah, it's like a dark ending to the Siege of Mandalore. You it's know? a tragedy. Like It is, It's really. a tragedy. If this was a film... Which it does play like a film. It really if you does. Put them all together and oh, get yeah. rid of all the credits. It would be a tragic film. It would not yeah. be a happy story. Um, but we know, like, we knew that was going to have to happen. It wasn't yeah. like they surprised us by yeah. killing off everyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It wasn't a surprise. Like, we knew For exactly sure. what was going to happen here. Mm-hmm. We knew Ahsoka lived. We knew Rex lived. Like, we already knew all of that. Are you. Th- so you're not saying the whole season. You're saying the last four episodes, basically? I mean, the whole season was great. Don't get me wrong. Okay. It's just not in my top Okay. seven or eight favorite, favorite, favorite yeah. things okay. of the year. That's... That arc blew me away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, are you, are you done? Is that it? Yes, you go ahead. Don't... I actually have the new Clone Wars season. Is what I actually... Oh, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what else all, was... For all those reasons, but also... Um, I mean, the art, you didn't really mention specific, mm. just the art alone, like, is so amazing. And Bad Batch. I was going to say, the Bad Batch. Who knew I would love the Bad no, Batch? No, listen, though, listen, love, listen. The cool part, I thought, like, one of the coolest things was just the character development aspect of everybody. Like. True. We saw a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. character-wise, like, the Darth Vader scene at the end, like, dude, that's, like, one of the best scenes, like, of all time in Star Wars. Yeah. And... I'm, I'm going to say that. Like, it's one of the best. And the character development that Soka goes through, it's, like, insane. hmm You know? And it's insane. Like, she literally starts off alone, and then she's with the Republic again, and then she's alone again, and then she's angry at the Jedi, and then not angry at the Jedi. It's, like, constantly going back and forth, being violent, non-violent, being a citizen, not be Like, there's constant, like, battling between these sides with her, which is really cool. And something... That is probably one of the reasons that I did not like her being in the Mandalorian. So, it's because there's no character development. I didn't get any. Mm. Or I didn't get enough. I, I got, like, a lot in this season, so maybe I'm a little biased and I'm just a little, like, um, but I'm biting off more than I can chew kind of thing. I don't know. But but that's one of the, my favorite things. I also love the Bad Batch. I like clones. So, that that's really cool. Uh, seeing clones again just in general was super dope. Yeah. Hearing... Uh, Bradley D. Baker's voice again playing all those parts is always cool. Uh, and a lot of people slept on the the sisters. Oh yeah, arc. I was gonna say that too. Yeah, the sisters stuff. That's I I liked. But that, that was a lot. really important to Ahsoka's story because she but even finds that, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what it's like to yeah. be on the end of society that's just like whatever dog. The Jedi do literally nothing for us. Like we don't even care. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, like, that's that's cool, but also just, like, the characters themselves, regardless of how they affected Ahsoka, like, I think that that was a cool story. Mm-hmm. And their relationship was interesting. Uh, their personalities were interesting. 
Um, all like the all like the cool cinematic references that are used. Oh yeah. Like I love that, that man. Was very cool. That was they didn't do that in the Clone Wars series really too much. It didn't feel like that, at least. I've watched those episodes a bunch of times, and I'm never like, oh my gosh, like that's a shot from Blade Runner or something like that, you know? Right, the influences of things. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, just them using that old Lucasfilm Limited... Oh, yeah, dude. No. Car. <laughs> yeah. Which, <laughs> that's something you freaked which out Which was about. so funny. Yeah, when we were watching that like, all oh, together... Relax. The kids had little... They had no reference point. Like, why are you freaking out over a... Bland green. green. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dude, relax. Because you don't understand. It's I really actually had no idea. I didn't even imagine there being a different font back then, and I should have because there's no way it would look that good. Yeah, like the... nope. It was just literally like the most boring green. That's font. so cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that was exciting. Oh, and the music intro for the last episode. <laughs> that was one of the that I actually cried. That was the first time I have ever cried at a Star Wars series, I believe. Like that was it, you know. You can't beat that. It was something. It was amazing. And I just rewatched that recently, the whole arc. Oh, and seeing the clones like switch, seeing Rex being oh. go the dog. Like I'm telling you, dude, this season was so good, man. Yeah. So good. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh. And I even liked them all, and I know your feelings about them all, but I actually liked them. Okay. No. 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 I. Let me. The way he was used. Yeah, it's interesting. In the end was perfect it's almost like he's like a mentor kind of almost oh like, yuck like no almost though not, not exactly but Don't he's trying to that. inform he's trying to like give you like the information the character do you know what i mean you know what i'm saying but here's the thing though you have to take into consideration that aired in march yeah and i was still going through it <laughs> yeah post, i know <laughs> post rise of skywalker like being really upset still and i had not quite compartmentalized it away yeah. like i'm good at that now but at the time i was just really still just really mad yeah. and i didn't trust that they weren't going to have them hook up yeah maul and ahsoka and i did not want that not hook up like in a shipping way oh. just like <laughs> team up okay i was like Ugh. because he you know how i feel yeah. about him i think he's a punk and he absolutely is bad news. Oh yeah. And there's nothing attractive about him. And he's this. He's. They've said it a million times. He's Sisyphus, and he's just going to keep making the same stupid True. mistakes over and over. And he's got to suffer that life. Like that's the life he's chosen. Mm-hmm. So I that's was going to be really irked if there was any kind of a team up or. Anything. Like, I mean, they they almost teamed up, but then she made the point to say, I'm not rooting for you, you dumbass. <laughs> I'm not about it. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of here, and I need you to go distract them. That's the only reason I'm giving you the time of day and letting you out. Be clear on that. Yeah. And I'm so glad they put that in there, because I'm oh, just oh, like... Oh, okay. Exactly. She's way too good for the likes of him. On every level. I agree. But like I said, I like the use of him. But I like, yeah, I like how like before now that, he's now captured. That I'm, now that I'm not as angry about Tross anymore, now I'm like he was perfectly executed in that. Yeah. Arc. Yeah, I like this. I like the voice acting too. The voice acting was like really. Oh yeah, good. they were both all of them. All insanely of them, not great. Just them. Like there was not a hiccup. 
in the voice acting. I didn't feel taken out of it, which I was honestly kind of scared about because I was like, ooh, like, because they were changing the animation so much. It was like, is this going to feel like weird? But no, it fits like right into the Clone Wars series, man. Like, I, I consider that it's almost like those 10 years never went. No, you're right. Like, it was very good, well done. That's why I'm saying it's, it's got to be one of the damn best. Damn near perfect. It is. It really is. So, you can go, I guess. Well, no, that was my number six. Oh, oh, and then oh. you said, yeah, I have that on my list, too. So, you can pick the next okay. thing. Okay, I actually put the Lego Christmas special. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> nah, dude. That was good, bro. It was great. I thought it was awesome. It was so funny. All right, well, you can go ahead and I talk about what you like. I don't know how to go on. I mean, I thought it was funny. It it's was Lego very funny. animation, which I'm a big fan of, always. Lego Palps is always a winner. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Seriously. Always. And he was very Robot Chicken Palps in that. Yeah, you're right. Like, he was. actually very much. So. <laughs> he was. And just, like, I don't know. Like, did you not think it was interesting how, like, Kylo Ren was talking to Vader and all that stuff? No, like, I did. Dog. I did think it was very cute. That's so weird. Had I, if you, you know, had I had a child at, oh, to watch it, I'm sure they would have loved it. <laughs> yeah. But um, what's so funny, though, and I don't know if they were going for the meta here, but it's very funny because if you have played Lego Star Wars, and I know you really have it, but maybe you will remember this. You've talked this. about it a lot, though. I know, I know. But when you play missions in Lego in a Lego Star Wars game, or really in any Lego game at all, like in Lego Indiana Jones, Lego Harry Potter, whatever, you can go in like with another person, maybe. Let's play, there's two people playing at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. You can be like Darth Vader and General Grievous. You can be Anakin and... I don't know who would be ridiculous, like Maz Kanata, like literally, <laughs> like you could, like you know what I mean, like these combinations that you could do of characters. Yeah. So, so it was kind of like that. I don't know if they were going for that, but that's what I picked up on. I thought it was kind of funny, like just seeing all the characters fighting too was like kind of like the bar in Lego Stars too. Like if you if you hit someone, everyone would start fighting. Like it's like it's iconic, but I don't know. I liked it a lot. I thought it was funny, and I thought it was really like. The only funny Star Wars thing that has happened since we started this podcast that I appreciate. So, I don't know. I thought it was really well done. It was very... The animation was, was really good. It was enjoyable. Yeah. I... By no means did I hate it. I thought it yeah. was very cute. And... It was just nice to have just like a... It was nice to have something that was not... Like, I could watch it without thinking. Yes. You know, and I just kind of needed that because there was a lot to think about during the time, and it was just a nice, all right, Lego Star Wars. That's cool. Right. It's, we all know it's not meant to be canon. It's just meant yeah, to be dude. fun, and it was I'm about fun. it. And yeah. it was fun. You're right. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad you put something on there that I didn't necessarily have on mine. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would not have that on there. I mean, I again, it's not that I didn't like it. I really did. I thought it was cute. Yeah. I watched it more than once. Your definition of favorite is different than mine. Yes, I think probably. Or your your uh, proprietor proprietorship of favorites is very different than mine. Is that the yeah. right word? Uh, no, I don't think that's a word. No. <laughs> oh, prioritization. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> prioritization is a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Uh, okay. Your turn. So number five on my list is the Rise of Skywalker novelization. Oh yeah. Yeah, you go on about it. By the this. wonderful, you. wonderful Ray Carson. Snaps. Snaps. Yeah. Um, I just, 
went on and on about this for like two whole episodes. I, I just like. remembered something and I'm oh. putting it down. Okay. <laughs> it's a big one. I can't believe it. Oh, and you don't even have it on your list. <gasps> well, say, I don't want to know. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, the novelization for The Rise of Skywalker really helped me cope with that movie that I hated. So it's weird <laughs> that it's on my list. It's like high up. It's number five on my list yeah. of favorite things. But the reason being because she took the time and the effort that the movie did not take to carve out moments specifically um moments of regarding Ben Solo and Lando and Chewie and um Leia mm-hmm. that were literally so important to the story yeah I know that it's insane to me that they didn't put that stuff in the movie yeah or even worse, they did put it in. They had concept art for these things. They maybe even filmed some of it and then cut it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. They're nuts. I know. I don't, I don't. But thank God for Ray Carson for putting that stuff in the novelization. And also, it's just, it's forever tied to me being at the C2E2 convention. <laughs> yeah. Even just like maybe a week and a half before lockdown started mm-hmm. oh. and being there with my friends and it was like the last oh yeah i remember this story <laughs> the last big thing i went to before lockdown and being there with my friends um katie and sarah and shelby yeah, yeah, and we yeah. all got early copies of the book because they sold early copies at that convention mm-hmm. and we sat on the floor <laughs> in the convention hall you know, flipping through it as fast as we could to see, like, how much Ben Solo stuff there was in there and how much Raylo stuff. And it was just, it, it's just tied to that experience as. Yeah. I mean, that's a classic. A great experience. That feels like a classic. And we met experience. her. Yeah, that's and cool. And we talked I'm to jealous. her multiple times. And she's just the most lovely person. And she's such a talented writer. I've actually bought a couple of her other non-Star Wars books. Oh. She's just a really great writer. Oh, she does, like, non-Star Wars stuff? Oh yeah. Oh. She has whole series of All right. stories. That's cool. Um, but I really, really hope they tap her again to write some more Star Wars books because Imagine how good that like opens her. you up to the world of sales. Like you get asked to write a Star Wars book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all these people are probably finding her other stuff. Well I hope so. She's probably hyped. I hope I, I hope yeah. she's yeah, yeah, yeah. living large. You've shown me some like I've never read it, unfortunately, but you've shown me some really cool uh excerpts i guess you could say oh yeah i mean it's really well written well written <laughs> like i said i think we did we did at least one whole episode on that novel uh i don't know if it was on the novel i think it was we might have even done more than one episode and then mm. i went on other shows talking about this novel dang spokesperson <laughs> we had we got so many new listeners because of that oh early copy. oh yeah that's that was the was that the one that got <clears throat> yeah it was we got like 1500 listeners that was that dude that was i couldn't believe I was so that scared. was happening i know i was freaking out like oh my god because we've only been doing it for like three or four months at that point every time i see one more viewer that just makes listener, me think that's listener. one more listener that just makes <laughs> me think one more person heard the music you know yes your theme it's cool <laughs> but yeah i but mostly i i attribute 
actually helping me heal some of the damage that was done of course, with the, of course, with the film. of course. Uh, so that's why it's number five, and really, it probably should be higher. I'm looking at my list now. It probably should be number yeah, four. number five seems pretty low. It probably should be number four now that I'm talking about it, but we'll just say it tied with number four. How about that? Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Um, What's next for you? Okay, next one is uh, the sound work in The Mandalorian. Oh. Yeah. That's a good one. Solid. Like? Uh, the examples. whole last episode. <laughs> the entire last episode. Yes, like everything in that episode is amazing, sound-wise. Um, Beskar Spear versus Darksaber? Yeah, I thought the sound in The Jedi was really good. Oh, yeah. That was solid. Um, I thought the sound in, I mean, I say the, at the whole show, so I'm talking like season one as well. Like, okay. But, but Fair. I know season two is 2020, so I guess I'll talk about season two. Um, some of season one was, there were like the three sounds episodes. of the Krikna dude. Solid. <gasps> Solid. The sounds of the, Shoot. of the crate dragon dude. I forgot to put that on my list. The Krikna. The crate dragon. The crate dragon. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I mean, I, again, this, this is just like, that's a very nerdy thing for me. Cause I'm about the sound a lot, but I, I don't really have details. It's, it was just noticeably very good. And I had to put it in there from a boy, my boy, Matt Wood, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> I can't argue with this. Yeah. Selection. Yeah. Mainly because. Oh, it's seismic charge. <clears throat> seismic charge. Oh, uh, the, the dark troopers. I thought those sounds were cool. I thought the gun sounds were cool. I thought the... Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's always great. <laughs> slave one. Oh, yes, oh, yes. The slave one shooting sound That was is my like slave icon. one. Didn't you know? No. <laughs> Come on, man. You gotta make it sound like... It's like... I can't even imitate it. It's so weird. Oh, yeah, that definitely came through, but oh, it's boy. fine. Um, the champagne is not my friend. Uh, yeah, we can leave it at that. My favorite sound of the whole series, Darksaber versus Beskar Spear. Yeah, I, I would agree. And, well, and Grogu's little noises. Oh. I love his little, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are all great. His yeah. little baby noises are just oh, yeah. so cute. I actually really like the sound of the Dark Trooper punching his helmet. I think it's a solid one. That's a solid sound, man. <laughs> I was a little traumatized by that, so maybe Dude, I'll have to go back. Dude, I, I should have put that. That was that is one of the best scenes ever in that show. When he gets clapped, I love to see it. I really thought that helmet was done for at that point. Yeah, that would've been cool. Um, oh well. Is it my turn? I guess. Oh yeah, I guess I can tag it. There's also like a really a lot of cool can like cameos of sound effects that are famous. True. Which is like, like that's just cool. To me, it's because they, they didn't need to in. do that. Like he didn't need to do that, you know. It's the... very fun that they worked those in. Yeah, whatever. Again, maybe not. Maybe a weaker one, but it's fine. Um. Okay. So now that I've reevaluated, tied with the Tross novelization. Yeah. The appearance of the dark saber. Oh. In the season of finale of season one of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Do we even need? If to... you recall. I completely lost it. I know. This is wild. Because the Darksaber is my favorite weapon <laughs> yeah. in all of Star Wars. Is that true? 
come on. Okay. There has to be something else. Maybe it's tied with Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but it's tied. Like, yeah. if I had to choose between those two things, that would be a Sophie's Choice. Like, I don't know that I could do it. I like the it. spear, dude. I'm about that sure, spear, man. Sure, the spear's fine. Cal Kestis is orange lightsaber? Oh, come on. This is my favorite. Okay, 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 okay. The dark saber is not something I ever imagined I would see in live action or even get as a toy much. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's so... I don't even know what to say. Yeah, like, it's so obscure. It's wait, like, I'm how is it this my, popular? I'm looking at my dark saber lamp right yeah. now yeah yeah which is killer it is it's small like i wish it was taller <laughs> yeah it's yeah it should be it's too short it also needs to like it needs to make the sound of that whoosh back every oh, time you turn it on <laughs> <so good. laughs> but the you know the dark saber is a special very unique invention in all of star wars it's mm. the only mandalorian jedi that we know of it mm-hmm. was his weapon yeah and the fact that it's, like, featured in the show, I couldn't... I know. I, I just was... I was like, whoa. I was speechless. Like, I was... Well, I wasn't. I was were, screaming. Well, you but... were speechless. Were you speechless at the end of season one, though? Was that where you were no, speechless? No, I was screaming. Oh, okay. I was screaming. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> okay. It was like... I didn't even, like, know what was going on. I mean, I didn't freak out, but I was just, like... Plus the fact Space <laughs> Gus had it, like, oh, of dude. all people. Oh, and Space Gus alone? And we thought he was Killed. dead because of the yeah. tie crashed. So not only yeah. was it a surprise that he wasn't dead, but then he, he pulls out the Darksaber. And I was just like, yeah, dude. what is even happening right now? And that cool shot. Yeah, it's How cool. in the world? Is That's this a good even... ending, man. Oh, my God. It was so good. Yeah. So, you know, and then it took a little while for Cecilia to again, quite honestly. Yeah, took, which is fine. They, they had to cover a lot. They had to cover. Time. They had to cover so much, though. So. And now that it's a point of contention between Din and Bo-Katan is amazing. Like, that's such yeah, good that's tension. Yeah, that's weird. That's going to be weird. It's going to be cool. Like, it's, oh, I, yeah. it's real weird. tension mm-hmm. in that show, which sometimes True. they really wuss out about true sometimes the tension's kind of staged and it's like yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah i would say that and the novelization and the duel alone (laughs) you should put that in its own spot well i guess i'll put that in with it just being but the we knew that was coming you know like we knew that was gonna happen that that surprise ending with the dark saber of season one i just yeah 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 you know (laughs) i do know damn (laughs) And I, I should also say the stunt work, when I was talking about, um, I guess I could put, like, sound work and stunt work together. I thought the stunts in the action scenes were dope. In the Mandalorian? Dude. Yeah. Like, that one, there are so many I can think of right off the top of my head. There's so, like, the shot, is, the, sh- the shooting is so good, and the, and, the, and the stunts are so good that I actually remember them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the Battle of the Heroes, for example, I can name two shots that i remember in like 10 minutes of action every single scene of action i remember because it's just that iconic like the staging is so good and i think we even watched in that um the documentary series of the mandalorian mm-hmm. the guy uh, the stunt master i forget his name but he was talking about it a lot like there was a lot of stunt mm-hmm. work that went into the so like pfft, bro 
It was solid. Like the duel between Ahsoka and the what's her name? What's her oh. position? What was her name? Magistrate? Magistrate. Yeah. A lot of cool stunt Morgan. work there. That scene alone, I honestly probably should have put that dude. <laughs> yeah, that duel really, really. The silence, dude. Oh, good. So good. But also, this duel that we're talking about, that's why I remember because, like, Din does this thing where he, like, throws the staff back and yeah. kicks it up. Yeah. Yeah. And. That's cool. He does, like, a very. Like, he has it here and they're, like, pushing and, like, I don't know, man. It just felt very. All the action just felt, like, so good, man. Like, it was. Boba Fett's. Stunt work? Oh, Fennec stunt work, dude? Yeah, all of them. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Solid. Okay, but are you done with the Darksaber? So I can uh, do my next one? Well, yeah, I was just going to say the oh. fact that it is that Space Gus was the one that got to fight with it. Yeah. I just love that. <laughs> yeah. Just the whole concept of that. And plus... And how he like broke a bunch of props. Yeah, Giancarlo <laughs> Esposito said he broke so many of them. The prop master was just like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> But it's so, so funny to me. Yeah. And he just he just loves his part. You can just tell. He just loves I wonder if he's it. a method actor. No. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think he is because in that back in the scenes we saw of him acting, he kind of <clears throat> is just like funny, happy-go-lucky effort. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. I really hope we get more of him. I hope he gets out of jail quick. I did too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What's, what do you have? All right. My next one is... Uh, announcement of the first female director for a Star Wars film. Wow. It took long enough. Enough said. <laughs> Patty? I don't remember her name, unfortunately. Oh my gosh. I'm really bad with names, dude. I know. I'm sorry. It's Patty. Hold on. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Okay. I mean, I, I honestly don't have much more to say other than that I'm really excited. Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Oh, her last name is Jenkins as well? Yeah. Okay. Um, but why is that on your list? If uh, okay. Well, I mean, it's just like, I mean, we've talked about it several times on the podcast and off the mic about how the there is a big lack of female figures in kind of the production side of things. Mm-hmm. Now, there are a lot of female characters, and that's cool. Yeah. But oh, yeah. They're, that's always cool. They've but, caught up with that for sure. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, and the, and the stereotypes for those female characters have become, like, you know, Padme was like, in episode three, she turned into, like, wife, kind of, and it was just kind of weird. But, like, Ahsoka being such an individual, like, they're coming a long way mm-hmm. with their characters, I think. Yeah. But, like, I mean, the only person on the production side of things I could think that is female was Kathleen Kennedy for years. I never heard of well, other, any other female name. Because she was the only one. Well, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming, though, that there are people I out there. I mean, there were other producers. There are costume designers, and there are people like There that. were other... There were a couple other producers, but... But I don't hear the names, dude. There were no directors, and there were no writers. Yes, I don't hear the names. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, just to have that headline name now, and to see what she's going to do with that, which I'm very interested to see after watching Wonder Woman, and how it's directed. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, is she writing the screenplay? Do we even know that? That is unknown, but I get the feeling that she's not writing it because okay. of that video that she made. Because she was saying how she's been wanting to make yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. her pilot movie mm-hmm. for a long time. And then she found this script oh. to be what she's, always wanted, to do that. what she's always wanted to make. All so right. to me, that means she didn't write it. But I might be misconstruing what she said. Well, whatever. They haven't honestly. said who's writing it. To be I'm honest. sure it's going to be great. And it's so You know so there's going to be a love story. 
Mm. Oh yeah, and I don't want to say this. Because when you this, think oh, Wonder Woman. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But I don't want to say this. It. I don't want to say this because it's. I feel like it's stereotype. Also, but just to have a potential like femme gaze like, in a film. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't want to. I'm not saying like that's the thing I'm excited about. I don't want that to be kind of like the headline. Well, it's never going to be like full on Bridgerton no. level. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, femme no. gaze Star Wars. Like that's not going to happen. But, but it, it it was needed, I think. But honestly, come on. Bro. They had an epic romance literally sitting in front of them yeah. in the sequel trilogy. They dropped the bag. And they completely jettisoned it into <laughs> the space. unknown regions. Like honestly, <laughs> nah, you missed it, bro. They just completely disregarded yeah. it, which was so stupid. Yeah. Because it was wildly popular. Yeah. And so just from seeing both Wonder Woman movies, like... Did she do the other one, too? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, solid. Okay. So, just fingers crossed, we get an epic love story. Like, Yeah, pilot, she knows how to handle... Pilot love? She knows how to handle, like, relationships. I want to see it. So, yeah, I'm that's... I'm going to be sorely, sorely disappointed. <laughs> okay, well... Let's just put it that I'm way. about the ships, woman. But, but I'm about or, the other kind of ships. I'm it's about all both, about the ships, man. I'm both. I like both yeah, ships. I so want funny, shipping actually. in ships. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. I want ship shipping. That's straight bars. That's actual <laughs> bars. That's wordplay. All right. Well, yeah. I'm excited. Cool. And I hope. I'm such a bad feminist. I have. I do not even have that on my list. And I hope that she hires. Or like, I she wouldn't be the one hiring. Of course, I'm an idiot, but. Um, that the production team of that movie incorporates more women, not just her. Like I want to hear female composer, female cinematographer, female set designer. Like yeah. I want to hear all the uh, the whole nine, dude. I want I want that. Me like too. real bad. We're talking about Hil- Hilder. Hilder. That'd be sick. But it would be also sick if it was just an unknown person, which maybe it should yeah. be. So yeah, that's all basically. Your your turn. I'm very excited to hear the the rest of the announcements about production teams in general just yeah, not dude. only that film but not just star wars either. and i can't believe i didn't put acolyte on my list uh, i neglected acolyte it should be on my list honestly wow okay because i'm so excited about acolyte yeah and yeah. leslie headland and mm-hmm. dark side woman stories bro i yeah. mean can they tell okay here's the challenge can okay. they actually tell a woman's dark side story without killing her off? This is the challenge I'm putting <laughs> to you, Lucasfilm. Okay. Can you do it? Okay, okay. Because you can't, apparently. <laughs> okay, well, hey, hey. Uh, Russian doll? Okay. She. I mean, <laughs> I guess she technically does, <laughs> That's a little confusing. Never well, mind. Well, I mean, Russian doll. That, that's Russian up for doll. debate. That's up for debate. It's in a whole category by itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, dude, I got faith. I got faith in that one. I'm, if I'm, it's not happening in that one, it's never happening. Let's just leave it at that. So I'm just, I'm super excited about Patty Jenkins too. But honestly, if we're talking women, force related stuff. If too. we're talking women running things. Oh yeah. I'm so well, of course. About of, Acolyte. Yes, yes, yes. I'm very excited for Acolyte. But I just wanted to put that as like a favorite thing because like yeah. a film. Yeah. Like this is gonna be a film now. You yes. Know? In theater stuff. You know, that's like that's cool. And let's me. not forget Deborah Cho. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. And Obi Wan Kenobi. Bro. Dude. 
that's gonna be whack. And one of her episodes are like my favorite. Oh my god, they're in the so first good. Season. Does she do anything in the second season? I don't think so. No, she didn't. She busy. I guess she yeah, busy. Yeah, that's true, she's, that's true. She's, she's on it. Eye deep in Obi Wan Kenobi right that's, now. That's true. Yeah. Which is Dude, not a bad thing. It's gonna be good, bro. It's gonna be good. I'm actually looking forward to that a lot too. Yeah, me too. But let's move on though. Okay. Because um, now I'm getting to the funny stuff. Okay. <laughs> Number three. Oh. On my list of favorite things. Wait, is it my turn? Yeah, it's my turn. Yeah. Ben Solo and the Bug Hunters. Oh, is that really? I was gonna. Star Wars rollout episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the blue butterflies. Just in general. Well, the whole way that the blue butterflies were were lit. It was like really hive mind. Yeah, yeah. Ben Solo fans <laughs> adopted the blue butterfly. <laughs> literally overnight hive mind <laughs> it was a hive mind thing like it just uh-huh. collective I, unconscious bro it's it there. was oh com- a thousand percent <laughs> collective unconscious i went on twitter as soon as i watched that to put a blue butterfly in my uh i don't know what you, what do you call that screen name or whatever whatever yeah and i uh, people had already done it like it was <laughs> it was yeah so interesting that's a cool fandom moment it was a right very there. cool <laughs> fandom moment like cfm everybody was just like cry face cry face blue butterfly <laughs> like super cathartic because it came out after rise of skywalker yeah which is important i think if it had come yeah. out before that would not have happened yeah okay but the timing of it being after rise of skywalker and just everybody just still being very upset yeah about our ben solo yeah um, and plus just, first of all, rollout, I say it all the time. If you haven't watched those, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're super short. They are. They're nice little things. They're so cute and deeply metaphorical. Yeah. Also, I always say this too, Hideo Itoyanagi. Oh, commission him. Are you safe? Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Where are you? Yeah. And... Why aren't you on Lucasfilm's payroll yet? Yeah, dude. Permanently. They're missing out, bro. They're tripping. We love you, Hideo. Yeah. We love yeah, you yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. Um, and all of Rollout's great, but the Ben Solo and the Bug Hunters little three episode. Which arc, I believe we have a whole episode of that on this podcast. I think we so do. do not go on for ten <laughs> minutes. Do not. I'm not. All right. I'm just saying it's very high on my list, not just because I'm a huge Ben Fol- Solo stan. Ben Folo. <laughs> Frollo. What? I don't even know what ben I'm saying. Ben Frodo. Um, not just because of that, but because of what happened in the fandom when that aired and how it just became a symbol for the Force uh-huh. and his goodness and his uh, redemption. And then it's in The Mandalorian. Indeed. I think... That okay. was the fans doing. That but was the fans doing. I, I really want to know. Yeah, same. He'll never tell I anybody. really no want to know. No one will ever ask that question. I will. Okay. <laughs> if I ever see anyone. Oh, that's the one? If I ever get a chance to talk to anybody Bro, why high just... up in that show. But listen, what if the answer is we actually had no idea that was a thing? I just want to know. I just want to know if it was or if it wasn't. I would just want to know if they were aware of rollout. If it was just complete coincidence, because yeah. if it's a complete coincidence, the force is real. <laughs> it's real. It's a real thing. <laughs> I mean, it is. What are you talking about? 
Uh, you're right. What are you talking about? <laughs> but it's very, it's very high up on my list. Um, and also it's just freaking adorable. Yeah, it's Baby Ben Solo. Yeah. <sighs> and we get so few. <laughs> BB-8 animation and stuff. We've had so few things, uh, Ben Solo things. Yeah. That's on my list of things that I'm pissed about oh. later. But <laughs> okay. that was just really, um, that was a huge moment for me. And then when, we, like, I think I had th- maybe three moments of complete freak out watching Mandalorian season two. Oh, that was and definitely one of mine too. I was like, dude. <laughs> you looked at me and I was just like. <laughs> yeah, dude, I remember that. That was crazy. My bro. jaw was on the floor. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was insane. Like I said, we wrote this season. <laughs> Like, we wrote this season. Up until a certain cameo. I hope they surprise me next season. Like, come on. Please. Yeah, maybe we should. Challenge my understanding. We shouldn't even speculate (laughs) about the next season. Yeah. Okay. All right, my turn? Yep. All right. Have to put this in there. And we talk about it. We talked about it already ad nauseum, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. But uh, the recording and writing of the Unnumbered podcast theme. We have to. I have to put that. It's oblig. It's obligatory. I feel bad that I didn't put it on my list. Yeah, actually, what? But I did. <laughs> actually, what? I was gonna... not number one. I knew you were gonna talk about it. Oh uh, yeah. At okay. some point, especially when we got to our favorite things oh. that we've done. Okay. In the podcast. And that better be. It's definitely one of the things. Okay, I'm just yes. saying. Better be being in that room. Better be it was. that. I got right. to be there in case people don't know. First episode, if you want to check it out. Yeah, we talk all about it in our very first episode. But how many people were in that orchestra? A 60. About. About Almost 66. It was really close. That's right. (laughs) Um, That is insane, first of all. For people who just don't really, aren't in this, aren't in that universe. Yeah. To get 60 working college students and graduate students like really competent <laughs> excellent musicians competent bro these people play like these people play venues and they're students it's crazy to work yeah for pizza <laughs> okay they I got paid in pizza let me preface though <laughs> the pizza thing came really late into the process they had already agreed they just i think i just had rapport like I actually think that was the thing. They that just got wanted it done. to do it. Yeah. And Out of the Star goodness Wars, of their hearts. Maybe they were into Star Wars, or they had nothing to do, and they just wanted to use that awesome stage. Honestly, that's probably it. That's true. That hall, <laughs> the it's the DePaul University built a brand new music school. Yeah. And Collins, when Collins started there as a freshman, they were the first class to get to use this new music building, and the concert hall is like world class. Oh yeah, concert hall. It's got to here, um, and um, so it it wouldn't be in the realm of impossible that people just wanted to play in that yeah. hall. <laughs> Who knows? But I mean, yeah, there was like sixty people in the orchestra. It was conducted by a student. It was also recorded by students and edited, and, or not edited, uh, mixed and mastered by a student. Um, Your roommate. Yeah, my roommate. Justin. Yeah, Justin. Justin again for all of that. He doesn't listen to this. (laughs) That's why I said student. He he doesn't. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that was like. And also, just for myself, and this is why I don't want to go on about it, but like it was an eye opening thing for me because I had never done anything that massive before with music. So. You had never heard your. 
your piece that you composed performed by that many people? Oh, d- oh well, uh, well, maybe potentially the wind ensemble piece that I wrote. There were a lot of people there, but oh, then, but, the, but the but the the skill level was not there. That was like <laughs> so, one of the very first things you ever wrote. Yeah, and your band director was kind enough to let yeah for sure whatever you guys perform it. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about yeah. this, and okay. like that was a. Uh, that like being in the i was actually in the room and i watched and i actually ran up to the stage a few times and consulted oh some of the principals and he like was literally that. like a nervous dad at the hospital yeah, waiting dude. for his baby to be born i saw i kept <laughs> I, mean, I was there too true, though. i went up and sat in the balcony because i feel like the acoustics are just really good up there so oh, same dude same. i sit up there for every life yeah i was it's sitting up there it. so i could see him down below <laughs> literally like chewing his hands off <laughs> dude Oh, it's freaking crazy, out like bro. you were just like so nervous and then every once in a while you'd run up to the stage and talk to the conductor you'd yeah. run up on stage and talk to the women percussion and stuff oh yeah oh it might have been more than 66 i, I totally funny. forgot about that yeah the percussion section was like 12 people which is like an insane section size and we our principal our concert master i'm sorry our concert master violinist um michelle edwards she was the she was hired to record the score of the lion king with Hans Zimmer in the building. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And she came back just for this. I, I texted her on Facebook Messenger, and she was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like, yo, it's crazy, man. My, my, yeah, your ears are going a little My wide. Mickey ears won't turn off. I have Star. I had Star Wars flashing Mickey ears on because it's, you know, New Year's Eve. Yeah. But ugh, they're possessed. They won't turn <laughs> off. I bet the battery but is getting low. I also want to add that it all started because of Last Points. Like, that literally would not True. have happened, and Last this podcast, podcast potentially would not have existed if it was not for that. Like, that thing. Yeah. So. For those who don't know the story, oh, yeah. Yeah. Blast Points did an, a whole episode, God bless them, Indeed. on Captain Kennedy from The Last Jedi, who is the um, dreadnought captain at yeah. the beginning of the movie. And, I mean... Because he's amazing, basically, is the only reason. I mean, you don't need another reason. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But they asked listeners to send in, I believe it was, like, either poetry or or write some music in honor of Captain Kennedy. And um, immediately I was like, Colin. Because this is, (laughs) when you live with someone who actually writes poetry and is a composer, it's like. (laughs) like, bro, wheelhouse. Come on, man. Yeah. And, and plus, like, nah, we dude. we already liked Captain Kennedy. Like, he was one of our favorite things Yeah, yeah. in that movie. We loved him. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, I need you to write, I need you to compose a Captain Kennedy motif, like mm-hmm. John Williams style. Yeah. <laughs> and at first you were like, what? I'm like, Ugh. Come on, man. And then literally, I think it was 15 minutes later, yeah, you already had the motif. <laughs> yeah, man. That's never happened again. So whatever. <laughs> I missed that column, man. That was good. So Jason and Gabe, yeah, truly your shout muses, out to you. Mm-hmm. your muses, yeah, for that our theme. Yeah, and I wrote that. I wrote that using MuseScore when it was like in its infantile stage, and when I was in my infantile stage. It's uh, been frankly, through a couple and, iterations. Yeah, I wrote like a wind ensemble version. You had to zhuzh it up quite a bit for yeah. that sixty-piece orchestra. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, you hear that. you hear at the beginning of every episode. Yeah. The, pr- the product yeah, of dude. all those people's work. Yeah, and I mean, we remember when we used to like play the whole thing? Yeah, it still makes me <laughs> mad that we don't because I think yeah. it's just bars, but... Yeah, it's, it is. Actually, I might do it for this one. Who knows? That might be appropriate. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But, uh... Okay. 
Yeah, and, and okay, and the last thing that I really appreciate about that whole experience was it, like, made me, like, I've definitely gained more from that experience than I actually think I've gained from school. And that, like, real-life experience in the field. I'm so glad to hear that after spending... Real-life experience. Not educational experience, not (laughs) academic experience. But the real-life thing of, like, you have to, you have to network... That's your life. That's true. Like you have to network, and I did with like seventy people, and I'm yeah. proud of that. So you organize you and um, the conductor. He didn't network. It was oh, I me. thought he helped you out. No, no, no. Yeah. He he was he was there to kind of like rein me in and be like, all right, <laughs> this is how we're gonna Settle do. Settle down. He was basically, I was the screenwriter. He was the director. If you, if you want that to think of it sense. that way, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we can go All on. Right. Sorry for flexing, I, but nope. I haven't flexed in like a year. So it's very, very justified. Thank you. Um, okay. Speaking so, of justified, you also didn't put uh, the boy. Well, I mean, showing up. I'm being picky about my top. You really are. Things. So my number two. Number two. And this will be my last thing because you already blew my number one. Sorry. Which is <laughs> um, my number two. So really close to my number one mm-hmm. is that Colin and I got to be oh, oh was got that to 20- ride Rise of the Resistance at Disney World Hollywood Studios on opening day in 2019. Dang. Was that really 2020? No, it was 2019, but it was oh. bef- it was right Oh yeah. when we were first oh, podcasting. <laughs> we podcasted about it, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was good. That okay. was just... Dang, you put that too. Well, because A, we were Star Warsing together, which is always Classic my favorite. Mama, mommy PD time. <laughs> That's what we call They don't even know what that means. Ever since he was little, his nickname has been Petey. We call him <laughs> Petey at our house. Yeah. Unless he's in trouble and then we call him Colin. Damn. But um, his nickname is Petey. Yeah. And when he was little and anytime he and I would be alone and go do anything fun, he would always say, it's mommy peenie time. And I'd be like, yes, it is. Yeah. So we it still, definitely was. anytime we go anywhere together alone, he'll look at me in his very deep now man voice. It's mommy peenie time. And I'm like, it is. You're right. Dude. Uh, yeah. So this trip was, that was a good one. Just the two of us. Mm-hmm. This was weird because I had been to Disney World over Thanksgiving uh, yes. with my husband and my daughter because she has off that whole week of school in high school. Colin used to always have that week off. It would be our family trip, but yeah. at DePaul, he does not get that week off. Yeah. So we, the three of us, went without him, which always bums me out. Indeed. But last year, I made a point to make another reservation for just Colin and I to go down, um, right, like, I came home for two days and then went right back, basically, is what happened yeah. with Colin. And just coincidentally, it ended up being... Was it coincidentally? Yeah. Oh. It ended up being one of the days that they were going to open Rise of the Resistance at Disney World. Yeah. So we went down there, just the two of us. We got in line at, like, four in the morning yeah, we were outside. Oh, yeah, we were all like, we were all like, it was cold. I remember being cold. And we Pretty were, darn chilly. We were like talking to people. And yeah, then, you know, back then when they first opened, you had to hurry up and get on the app really quick. 
Yeah. And get you had to get into the park first and then get on the app really quick and hope that you were going to get yeah. a spot. Oh, yeah, that was stressful. And do you remember my phone <laughs> yeah, didn't dude. work? Oh, no, I don't remember Because I had my old phone that was, like, ancient. Ooh. And I ran over to one of the cast <laughs> members who had a, a you know, a, I almost said data pad. Oh. <laughs> and a, an iPad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, my phone's not working. Please get us. We need two spots. And she's like, okay. And she hurry up and she got us our spots. Yeah. And we went and it didn't break down. Thank didn't God. Out. Yeah. And we got to do it. And our minds were blown. I'm sure. My mind was actually blown. <laughs> I remember being like, dude, <laughs> we should not have been. Ex- we were not worthy. That's that's just what I was saying for like days. Yeah. And then we got like, off and there were a whole bunch of, you could tell, high up cast members. Yeah. And it turns out one of them was uh, the president of Disney World that talked to us when we got off. That's wild. Yeah. And you were just um, crying. Oh, my God. I was crying. <laughs> it was just, I mean, so many people have written it now. It's probably not a big deal. But we were literally there on the first day. Yeah. And this was the attraction that didn't debut at Disneyland first. Yeah. So true. this was legitimately. First run through. The first day anywhere on the planet that people had gotten to experience that. Yeah. You remember that, that night when we were driving out of the park and there were like those X-wings at Lake Florida? <gasps> <laughs> yes. That I forgot so, about that. Yeah. Like almost life-size X-wing drones hovering above the park. So weird. But like lo- oh, lovely. Lovely. I yeah. miss Disney World so much. Honestly though. Pretty cool that we've only ridden it once, because it's like it's well, tasty. You pretty know? Like, cool it's for you. Pretty yeah. sad for Dad and Delaney who've True. missed two That's... trips now that they <laughs> yeah. were supposed to get to ride it. Yeah, it's a big rip, frankly. Twenty twenty one or please, bust. Please bear good tidings. Going back, I don't. I don't. I'm going. I just if I sit <laughs> in the room for a week, I don't even care. I'm just going. Okay. I can't take it anymore. For sure. I need my Ronto roast, man. <laughs> That That should have been actually on the list. That changed my life. I had like three in one day. Well, honestly, 2019, you will recall, this sounds so indulgent. People are going to hate us. But we went to the soft opening of the park of Galaxy's Edge, period, in August. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then I was there for Thanksgiving, too. Dang, you were there. (laughs) Then I was there again in December with you. You're whack, dude. Yeah. It was a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's covers this year. You should be chill. I know. Well, that's what I've been telling myself all year. Like, You're spoiled. Are you kidding? I'm so spoiled. It's like yeah, ridiculous. Although I do have to say, um, because we're in the timeshare, I have so many points that are going to waste. It makes me want to vomit Rip. how much money that represents. Yeah. Um, can't talk about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> riding Rise of the Resistance on the very first day was... Next to the return of Boba Fett. Yeah. My favorite Star Wars thing of the last year. Okay. All right. That's solid. That's a yeah. solid list. These but ears. I have four more. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But, go for it. Okay. <laughs> this dude. I can't imagine. Ryan Johnson, Kevin Jenkins tweet thread. How could you not put that on your list? <laughs> that changed my life. Honestly, you know what? I that was, was the coolest thing. I wasn't even thinking mostly personal things. I was you were thinking much more personal yeah, things. Yeah. I was thinking more on like fandom level. Bro. 
But yeah, that was pretty cool. Dude, pretty cool? I don't even know if we talked about that on the podcast. No, we d- we actually forgot to. Okay. But then we put it... No, 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 no. Wait. We, we forgot to, but then our next episode, I was like, dude, did we forget to talk about it? And she was like, yeah. And you were like, yeah. Mm. So we put it in current events. Oh, right. Current events that we haven't done in like six But months. basically, a really short <laughs> summary. So we were watching The Last Jedi, and I was like, you know... That, there's one shot of the throne room. I think it's like the first one of it. Snoke's throne room. Thro- yes, I'm sorry. Oh, right. It was during while we were doing our throne room series. That's what you oh, brought yeah. that up, remember? Yes, indeed. Yes, okay, so, yes. There's a shot of Snoke's throne room that is very indicative of a shot from 2001 Space Odyssey, which my mother and I know very, very well. Every shot, basically. And we were like, you know, I really wonder if like Kevin Jenkins was about that. Like, if he was trying to Emily, Emily I mean, t- down to the color. Like, down to the shapes. Yeah. Um, that was a thing. Like, the framing of the shot, the, the shape of it, and the color red. Yeah. Yeah. The breadth, and like, the, the it's hard for me to say this word, breadth, breadth of the back red wall. Yeah. Like, being so empty. I was like, there has to be something there. And you tweeted out to Ryan Johnson and Kevin Jenkins or something? How did they even... I think it was just Ryan Johnson, because at the time, okay. <laughs> I was like, he's never going to answer me. Is and you're this... like, 2001 question mark or whatever? And he's like... Oh, my God. Yo, let me get my... <laughs> Yo, oh, let me my get my... Oh, my God. At Kevin Jenkins. <laughs> we literally bested Ryan Johnson at his own game. <laughs> I'm freak. I'm yeah. busting. He didn't even know He didn't answer. even know. But then Kevin Jenkins He's like, let me get my guy. Yo, let me call so him up. So much information. It was amazing. You're right. Because he was like, well... Sketches! Actually... He shared sketches! He scared... She... Ugh, he shared some concept art that hadn't even been seen anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but she basically said, actually, wasn't on purpose, maybe subconsciously, but this part of the movie, like the mm, inside indeed. of the... Um, the Star Destroyer. The Star Destroyer, the, the Supremacy, I did steal from 2001 a this little bit part when they're in like the foyer yeah and he showed us the concept art that he was talking about <laughs> and which and how it really does evoke some of those some of the shots from 2001 so it was very cool Bro, i, fr- I flipped my lid yeah. and i told all my friends and they were like <laughs> who cares but, but anyway uh it was it was so good man yeah that was exciting it was unreal. you're right that that's like the third time I've had direct like. I have slightly influenced Ryan Johnson a little bit, you know. You know what I mean? Like, saw it. and then there was that time when Knives Out when I actually talked to him. Yeah. So like. Yeah, that was cool. I'm kind of famous. Too bad that can't make that didn't make the list because that was October Ryan, 2019. Yeah, true, true, true. Ryan Johnson, I talked to him. I talked to Matt Wood. Mm-hmm. I've talked to Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-hmm. I've talked to. Uh oh, there's one more, and I'm forgetting. Big one. Uh, sorry. Well, maybe I'm not forgetting. Maybe that is it. Yeah, that might be it. But like, dude, I'm. That's that's that's, that's packing. That's a nice dude. list you have there. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Okay, well, let's go on. All right, next. I gotta keep track of where I am. Okay. Uh, next one is the Dagobah tree short story. Yes. And honestly, you might want to explain. Because I don't really know what's like I know what the story's about, but Virgins? where it comes from and like why it was written, you understand. Well, more. it was in it's in the um, from a certain point of view, the Empire Strikes Back edition, uh, you know, book of short stories, and ugh, you didn't even write down the author's name. Like, come on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't remember her name off the top of my head. Ah, oh, dude. Um, 
but it's basically the short story about from the point of view of the dark side cave slash tree on Dagobah. Yeah. And it is fascinating. It is. If you haven't read it, pick that up. It's very poetic. It's a very poetic little thing. Because it's just so interesting to me to imagine, like, an intel, like the tree having intelligence. Having an intellect, it's yeah. It's so Aristotelian. It's like, I gotta love that. Like, you gotta love the plant soul, human soul dichotomy. It's so weird. But, like... Uh, I, I don't. I don't want to spoil it if people no, haven't read, I'm not read it yet. Anything. But um, it goes. the The tree goes through its history, basically about meeting all these force users that come through, and specifically Yoda. Mm-hmm. And Luke. It talks about Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, and just what. kind of a new realization it comes to after um, spending some time with some specific Jedi. And like, yeah, yeah, that's good. And I am like obviously a a composition nerd, but like that story is very well composed. Yes, And I like how there's like the recurring theme of like that one word, it's italicized Mm -hmm. and it comes back over and over like a theme like that like that is so cool and i appreciate short excellence having it be like six pages and like yeah having it be six pages and covering that much metaphor it's like how could you make the rise of skywalker so poorly you had so many people (laughs) this is one woman dude one human being (laughs) writing something better than the movie yep yep it's absurd you're right but anyway i uh yeah I just love the handling of the metaphors, and it's just, like, it's very, like, it was it was hard for me to read, which I enjoyed. I had to reread some things, because I was, I had to keep track, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. Do you have anything you want to add to that? No, I'm just going to look up the, um... Oh, yeah. The woman's name. Oh, the last one? <laughs> this one's funny. You ready for this one? Go ahead. All right. The announcement of Alien series being directed by Noah Hawley. Oh my god, that has literally nothing to do with Star Wars. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> but for real. Seriously, that's on your list. <laughs> yeah, You're such look, a dweeb. I put it at number thirteen. Oh my god. All right, that's the last one I have. But we, I didn't cover the Throne Room series. Tracy one. Dion is the oh. author's name of Snaps. *Virgence*. Yeah, amazing. Hire her for more stuff, yeah, please. Yeah. Ooh. That would be amazing if she gets um, tapped to work on Acolyte. Oh yeah, I would be very excited to hear oh, yeah. if she was working. Actually, that's a very inter- that's a writing. very. I wonder if their writing styles are very similar. They're kind of like if you imagine that on screen. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be similar. Maybe to Russian Doll. Yeah. You're saying? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, I mean that's interesting. And I don't know how often um, writer writers. Not very often. Go over the line into screenwriting. But I don't think very often, actually. Alex Garland does it. Oh, yeah, well. He's a god. <laughs> Check out Decoding Doves. <laughs> okay, no, but. Anything else? That's it. I mean, I put Throne Rooms. Okay, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But, are we going to. I have all the skeptical things. Can I just, like, list them really quickly? Because I know you don't have that. You're going to least favorites. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, things that you are side eyeing with skepticism. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Go. Uh, okay. 
uh, Luke in the Mandalorian. Skeptical. Boo. That's on my least favorite things, by the way. <laughs> okay. Skeptical, skeptical. <laughs> Ahsoka in the Mandalorian. Skeptical. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll allow it. All right. The Mandalorian. <laughs> skeptical. What do you mean? Like the show. What do you mean? Like, what Why are they trying you... to get at? <laughs> what are they trying to get at? I'm skeptical. It could well, end badly, and then I'm not going to like the show. Let me just say this. But it's 50-50. You're looking at the bad 50. No, no, no. Let me just say this. Dude. Today. I've had a glass of champagne, so loose lips oh, no. sink ships. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Today. On okay. Twitter. All right. A certain actor. Oh, I might have seen this. Playing a certain cameo <laughs> role. I, I think I saw his Instagram post of this. Dude. Said something that Dude, got I, under my skin. I cringed so hard. <laughs> I have since muted the terms Luke, Luke mm. Skywalker, that actor's account. Oh, wow. I don't want to hear it. All right, anymore. all right, all right, all right. And also, then one of my friends forwarded me. I don't even, I don't remember what it was, if it was a tweet thread or for something off of a website i don't know okay speculating that the whole reason for the mandalorian to even exist okay is to retcon what does that mean the last jedi luke oh 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 oh, of course people know about this people know about that and i am just gonna say right now (laughs) if that is what they have done and what they are doing I'm never watching that show again. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm not about it. Baby Yoda can... Die. <laughs> In the grave. I don't want him to die, but I'm not going to care about it <laughs> Okay. Anakin, you missed one. I'm going to be very angry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. And honestly, I can't even imagine that that's true. You are talking so like this angry. is least fave. We are... I'm skeptical. No, no, no. The, but you said you're skeptical of the whole show, and I'm saying now I am too. Okay, because okay. if that's been their, their M.O., to like backdoor into retconning last Jedi Luke and yeah. how he um you know thought about killing Ben and like mm-hmm. made all those like if they take all that back yeah I don't know man you basic <laughs> truly you're so basic that's the definition of basic. and I'm just done with that show okay if that's okay. the case let's move on okay all right squadrons skeptical. Rogue Squadron? No, the game. Or the game. Yeah. Oh, why? I thought you liked it. I like it. Well, it's 50-50. I like how different it is. It's super different. It's really well polished. Like, they they nailed what they were going for. Like, Mm -hmm. they wanted a ship game. That's a good ship game. Yeah. For real. But I am skeptical about it because it's a ship game. (laughs) And I'm like... Well, explain that. What do you mean? I have a problem with games that are entirely... One thing? One thing. Okay. And like I like the, but don't honestly, you think- I'm not gonna say I have I, the reason I'm skeptical that I'm not putting this anywhere else is because I've not finished the story. I'm gonna be totally honest. Oh, okay. It could be a great story, and that might have put it in my favorites. Okay. But the multiplayer, lame kind of to me. Ooh. So whatever, we'll see if it like balances out. But like, yeah, skeptical about how that goes. The announcement of eleven series slash films, like just that many. I'm just like, fifty fifty, dude. Like, Fair. You know? It's a lot. And Boba Fett coming back. I said it. <gasps> I said it. I don't want my boy blasphemized. 
Okay, but we agree on this. If they're just bringing him back for more of the same stuff, don't need that. Don't okay. want that, don't need that. Okay, but I also I liked him being obscure. I liked that. That was one of the things I liked about him. Is that he he's just like mystery. so cool in his own little bubble, you know? Like like I was about that. Mm. I, I missed that feeling and now it's like mainstream and people are talking about him and there's like shipping and I'm like, dude. Oh, don't you even No, I'm not I'm not about the shipping. It's not the shipping. It's the mainstream. <laughs> I don't like the main I just use that as an example of like the the whole umbrella of things that are now going to be up for conversation. I'm like, I miss just no one knowing about him and caring and just being like a guy that was fun to play in a video game. Like that, like that was cool to me, but I like, I like nostalgia sometimes and that's something I miss. Okay. So I guess that's fair, but I like ships now. <laughs> I just relax. Now that I've had a little taste of him being a full fledged character and us getting like more story mm-hmm. after so many years. Yeah, give it to me. Oh, but that but includes... it better be good. Yeah, I know that. That's what I'm saying. The skeptical. I'm skeptical about the announcement of the Alien series, including Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett. Okay. So I, I don't know. Well, I we'll hope. See. I hope of of all the stuff that you're skeptical about. I hope you're. Don't look at my list, bro. I hope you're uh, proven. I do wrong too. About that one in particular, because that will. Yeah, that yeah. would be sad if they just like. Oh, he's a, just back to being an assassin, or not an assassin, but a bounty hunter. And, oh, yeah, dude. That's not interesting to me. Sorry. Yeah. But, okay. We can do the least. Right. Least faves. Um, <laughs> All right. We can just say this together. <laughs> one, two, three. The Rise of Actually, Skywalker. you say oh. it. I have a joke on here <laughs> I that I need to. said it. I have a joke <laughs> that I need to perform myself. All right. The Rise of Skywalker film. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Takes up spots one through a hundred. <laughs> we don't need to talk about it. Honestly, no, can we, we don't. just leave it in the grave? We just... have two giant episodes about <laughs> yeah. why we hate that movie. Seriously, dude. Well, mostly I hate it. Colin actually at the time didn't hate hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah. I dislike it, but yeah. I don't hate it. And I was actually planning on rewatching it in order to figure out the state of the force address. I couldn't even I could not bring myself to dude, watch it. I could not. Don't. There's no need. You know what it messed up. I know. Like, I know. Okay, but my turn. So I have seven here. Wow. Seven least favorites. Number Dang. one is episode nine. Okay. Number two is episode nine. Number three <laughs> is episode nine in caps. <laughs> I thought you appreciate that. Okay. But number four. Yeah. The potential of... Uh, oh, yeah, I kind of wrote this weird. Hold on. Oh, Luke potentially coming back into the Mandalorian. Like, there even being a potential yes. is my least, is one of my least favorite things. My second least favorite thing is I have written Luke in Mandalorian and the subsequent grandstanding of the fandom menace. I don't, oh, yeah, what does that result. mean? Was, Meaning, um, like, when that happened, they automatically went into... On the pulpit? <laughs> this is the Luke I wanted, and for you sure. fixed it, and good for you. We love Dave and, Dave and John now. I'm like, oh, my God, I want to puke. Yeah, okay. That's all I Can't take it. Yeah. Like, even yeah. more so, like, honestly, if that wasn't a factor... Yeah. Yeah. I would have been totally happy seeing him there i think i would have been like yeah oh, well Luke. it's not just that for me how nice yeah i know it's not i think i said this the day of when we watched it or the day after 
and I came to, a, or maybe we even said this on the on the podcast, but I'm like, I like Luke, but the way he's used is not good. Yes, exactly. And, and like, it, it doesn't, it's not that it's not good. Okay, maybe that's not even it. It's not that it's not good, but it's not executed in such a way that would have made it good. Like, they knew what they wanted. I think that if we're right, right, like, he's trying to, they're trying, Dave and um, John are trying to emulate through him the imagery of Darth Vader and, like, his dark past and, like, you know, like, that idea. Yeah. But wasn't executed well. That's the thing. Like, I don't like when things aren't executed well because it means, well, okay, A, you didn't spend enough time on it, which is kind of like, if you're going to bring Luke into it, the fact that you didn't spend enough time on it to make it obvious, whack. You know what I'm saying? But I think they did that on purpose. But like you they think, wanted, you think though, that's my problem. To play both sides of the fence. I guess on that's my purpose. problem. Yeah, maybe and it's in the same. In my opinion, that is irresponsible. At yeah, this yeah, point. yeah. I think so too. Because they kn- they don't tell me they don't know. That's some corporate stuff. That they were gonna get that faction of jerky yeah. fandom, uh, you know, throwing hate at Ryan Johnson again. As yeah. a result, don't tell me they didn't know that was going to happen. I don't believe them. If they are going to stand there and say, we didn't realize, you're lying. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. You did know. Yeah. Okay. And you just didn't care. We talked about this in the... Okay. How many episodes ago? Was it last episode? <laughs> it might have been the last one. Okay. But yeah, I, it's very... It's not as bad as Rise of Skywalker, but it's... It seems flimsy. It kind of ruined the finale for me. Yeah. Like, well, that's what I said earlier in this recording. It was like, it was an anticlimactic. Yeah. It it stole the climax from the story. Very much. Like, it, like you can't just do that. No one does that. <laughs> you know? There's a formula to this stuff. But anyway. And in a vacuum, that wouldn't have been the case. Yeah. But they knew that it was Context, going to Context, bro. They knew that was Context. Gonna Don't tell me they didn't understand that that Don't even tell. You're stealing my phrase. Don't even tell me. <laughs> well, and then I keep. I keep reiterating on Twitter, too. Like, I'll go on... It'll be like, what was your favorite TV moment of the year? No one puts when Grogu saw Din's face for the first time. For sure. Everyone puts Luke Skywalker. That and the, There you have it. Like, there's <laughs> yeah. the proof. Yeah, that's what I'm that saying. That they mishandled this. Yeah. That should not be the case. Yeah. Well, should is a word that I won't use... I, do, I don't want to use should because it's art, but I have a problem when it's not clear. When the clarity is lacking, that's my problem. Yeah, I agree with that too. That is a sign of bad art, straight up. Like, it is. Unless your point is to be unclear. But again, they're unclear about this. So and I'm like, going to say, right, like... It, I can't give it to you, It homie. probably sounds like I'm being a hypocrite because Boba Fett was my number one thing of the whole year true <laughs> honestly true but that finale should have been more impactful and it wasn't yeah okay the first time i watched it i was angry because luke skywalker was in it and a lot of other people were so enthralled that he was in it that grogu and din are not on their list either so that just proves my point more like it did not make the impact it should i should have been sitting on that couch weeping right and i wasn't okay. because of Okay, I see you. The thunder stealing. <laughs> thunder stealing. It is what it is. <laughs> but I also, like, this is another thing, is like, how can fans of Luke like that? Because it seems offensive. Bro. I, <laughs> to it, me, it seems offensive. They don't. 
I don't get it, bro. They I want don't get it. pew pew. They want crushing things with your mind. They don't care about. It's like just bringing in Jesus all of a sudden. They literally <laughs> don't want character development of yeah. that character. They want Return yeah. of the Jedi Luke from now until forever. And they don't care about any kind of storytelling or character development, which I could. This side of the fandom. Hypothesize says a lot about themselves. Mm, but perhaps. that's neither. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> all right. All right. Chill, man. The metaphor of that Relax. is very interesting. It Let's is. Let's just say that. It is. But that's what they, that clearly, clearly they do not want character development in their Luke Skywalker. That is obvious and clear. If they hated The Last Jedi and this is their Luke, quote unquote, my Luke Skywalker, <laughs> they couldn't care less about storytelling. I, yeah, I agree. They just want to relive their childhood. That's I see it. you, dog. I know, bro. Which, honestly, I could be okay with that if they weren't such dicks about The Last Jedi. If they were just cool and been like, well, that's not my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you like it. All right, well, we got to move but on. But they're not like that. They're not <laughs> we gotta like that. got to move on, though. <laughs> A lot of people are not like that. They're just mean and nasty. Yes, yes. And to me, they don't deserve... Getting Luke Skywalker. I understand. That they want. We've talked about this for three episodes, though. We gotta move on. <laughs> fine. Okay. You're also drinking, so you might have went no, off the deep end. No, <laughs> I am actually fine. I did okay. not have that crazy reaction, so. Okay. Um, next one. Uh, oh, wait. Are we on least faves, or are you still on skeptical? <laughs> no, I'm on. We are on least faves. Okay, we're on least faves. Uh, but I think you just did yours, so I'm gonna do mine. Um, okay. Oh, next one. Cara Dune being in it too much. Agree. That's, yeah. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> Not a fan of that actress. Yeah. We've made it very clear. Yeah. Um, trans rights are human rights. Please donate to the Transgender Law Fund if you can. Yeah, for or sure. Or share their um, information on your social media accounts. For sure. Um, okay. <laughs> My next thing is. People still not understanding that Ben Solo did not destroy the Jedi Temple. Are you covered this earlier? I know, but this is coming <laughs> up again because as soon as Luke took Grogu mm. to, I guess, train him, mm-hmm. literally in the next breath, people were like, oh my God, does that oh. mean Ben killed him when he destroyed the uh, temple? And I'm like, for sure, for sure. Actually, no, because. He didn't friggin' destroy the temple, and it's very clear how, in the Rise of Kylo Ren comic that he did not. How ironic would it be, by the way, if, like, Baby Yoda fueled the blood supply for Snoke, and then Snoke kills him? <laughs> Has that anyone be, caught on to this? That would be extremely... I've thought about it. Dude. I've thought about it. Oh, man. He got himself, man. He got... He got played. He's not... That's not gonna happen. Grogu's dead. No, Grogu's <laughs> not dead. <laughs> okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so whatever. please stop saying that. Yeah, that's real cringy. You are. Real I don't cringy. even just under- read the comic, bro. Read the comic. Read the but comic. That's the read thing. the comic. <laughs> People that have read it, yeah. still oh. think he did. They're You're trying so to. Forlorn. They're literally looking at me with a straight face and saying it's ambiguous. It's oh, so <laughs> not ambiguous, bro. Well, okay, but here's the thing, though. I have to blame. You have to put some blame on the insanity of some people right now on this year like you have to dude the dissociation that was before the insanity though i know but now though covid but now though like it's hard for me to it's hard for me to 
to bash on them like you do because I have to give them the benefit of the doubt, man. Like, what does what does Ben Solo, not destroying the temple, have to do with anything as far as well, mental state? For people who are really into Star Wars and for people who have gone through it, like I understand why it would be hard to understand these like more higher concepts. Like, I don't. Fact and fiction maybe is hard to tell for some of these. It's people, literally honestly. in pictures in front of your face. I, dude, you're. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I will never understand it. Okay. That's fine. And I will also, like, the worst category of this is are the people that claim to love Ben Solo and Kylo Ren and still are like, <laughs> oh, he definitely blew up the temple. I'm like, That's so funny. you're definitely crazy That's like, wild. and blind. Like, I don't even get it. That's so odd. It's the worst. It's so bizarre. I don't it understand is. this this phenomena at all. <laughs> it's very odd. But, um, uh, you have another. Yeah. Uh, no female composers in the limelight. Oh, what are they waiting for? <laughs> I know. Good God Almighty! Yeah, Hire a woman to write some damn music. It's not that hard. There's a lot of women composers. Like I really don't get how. Has there even I... been a person of color? Can I even? No. Can I even get a person of color? No, nah, dude. No, apparently. Not. <laughs> I know. I'm. This is. I'm trying to. Okay, this might be a little too political, and I'm not at all knowledgeable about politics, okay? okay? I'm kind of a fool. Okay. But I'm honestly very surprised with Lucasfilm and Disney in general, okay? Like, I think they should be bending over backwards right now to get anybody except the white dude in every single role. Agree. In every single level. Agree. Because... Like okay, I'm gonna use the word liberal. The, uh, hold on. With all I'm these gonna, announcements, on, they, I know, I know. they're doing better. They are doing better, but it's taking too long. Is my point? How are you so blind to the liberal agenda? Like Disney, the main. I would bet you the majority of the people watching Disney stuff are on that side of the spectrum. Like, mm, like I don't, know about that. I don't know, bro. I don't know, but like a lot of kids my age are about that well, stuff. Well, okay, you're. So I, I'm, but I don't know. I don't know. It's like, how are you so blind? How are you There's so blind? There's going to be, they're going, they're going to do it with this slate of 10, 11 new projects. It's going to happen. It's well, ha- I mean, it's, obviously they probably already have hired people and we just don't know yet. There's that anime inspired. Did oh, they yeah. say it was anime inspired? That it was anime inspired Star Wars short stories or something like that? Something. I'm still not super clear on what that project is, but yeah, it's anime related. It's like a really famous anime animator. Working something, on it, yeah. they said something like mm-hmm. that. So yes, like yes, they're going in the right direction. But specifically, and I, I directors, music, yes. but the music though, where's that? Where's that? Still waiting on some some more writers. There have been a couple on animated shows, but no live action Star Wars writers that are not. It's just dudes. cringy, dude. Um, it's waiting on that, and the composer thing. None that's just across seen. the board in the world. Oh, yeah, dude. Don't even get me started. It's just a worldwide like, weird glass ceiling that it is. is bizarre to me. Yeah. It's very, very wild. Why that is a little pocket of untouched, uh, like, n- no like no progress there. Well, I guess Hildur. But she's the only one. Dude, like, like, name like, another. Yeah. She's the only one because she's won. I mean, she had to win an Emmy and an Oscar in the same year for people to even know who she is. I, I know. I know. It's it's brutal, bro. Uh. It's, it's brutal. And I'm sure no one. I'm sure a lot of people don't even know any, anyway like who she is. So I'm actually like, curious. I don't know who wrote the music for Russian Doll. I'll have to look that up and see. I think we did. I asked. I and it was a dude. Remember. 
I'll have to look that up because maybe she has somebody tapped for Acolyte. I hope oh, so. Oh, maybe. Dude. Um, okay. Sorry, it's just a trigger, my man. It is a huge trigger. Um, this is very minor, but Why, I, dude? I harped not... on it forever, and I'm still mad about it. All right. Maul stealing <laughs> Ventress's saber hilt and using it in the Siege of Mandalore episodes. Yeah, a little whack, huh? A little whack. I have a problem with Ventress and how she was handled in the end. Mm. I will always be bitter about it. Of course. And I do not appreciate Dave Filoni. Yeah. Hey, dude. It's just a guy. He's <laughs> just a guy. He's not a guy. Dave Filoni. Like, thinking that was okay. Yeah. Not He tripped fan. up a little bit, I think. Not I a fan. And I got really mad about it at the time because it was, like I said, it was only three months after Rise of Skywalker. I was still very angry at everyone over there. Yeah, true. And I... You were just looking all over for things that I was just angry. Upset. I was just like, how... <laughs> dare you yeah uh, anyway that was a minor thing so i won't even say anything else about it and then my last thing whoa, whoa, is whoa, whoa, whoa. just let me finish my list and then you can finish. okay okay the lack of ben solo merch other <laughs> than one tops collector card <laughs> okay <laughs> this is funny but it's not yeah. one tops collector card and the ben solo hilt lightsaber hilt at galaxy's edge which by the way i finally own Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin Stoffel, for finally sending yeah, it to me. Yeah, the boy. My friend, my cast member friend who is uh, on the team of Rise of the Resistance, actually. Yeah, that's dope. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, so I finally got my help. But, uh, cool hilt, though. And I know I've seen the list. I know there's a Funko Pop coming. Oh. But, like, After when... how many years? <laughs> when we have... Oh, I forgot to put Frog Lady on my favorite things. Darn, <gasps> I'm stupid. Oh, dang. Oh, Frog Lady is one of my favorite things, by the way. Yeah. I forgot to put her yeah, on my Yeah, dude. But when we have a Frog Lady t-shirt oh. three days after right. the Frog Lady episode of The Mandalorian, and I still don't <laughs> have an official Ben Solo t-shirt. <laughs> You're so, like, specific about your turmoils. <laughs> What are they doing, though? I'm just saying, dude. What are they doing? I know, I know, I know. It's insanity. I know, dude. They're tripping, bro. Their marketing trip. Their marketing team is like We're, out of whack. I have a Bo-Katan six-inch Black Series figure pre-ordered. I have <laughs> a Black Series Dark Saber pre-ordered. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Is it coming? I mean, not till next year. It's going to be a long time. Dude, cool. But I'm just saying. Mm. I. Are you telling me that they didn't think it was okay to start working on a Ben Solo action figure? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're just waiting for him to come back, and then you're going to get your Ben well, Solo. Well, it's <laughs> looking very suspicious at this That's point. That's what I'm saying, It dude. really is. Yeah. Either they are completely clueless, <laughs> or they are holding back because they know he's coming back. Yeah. Which I don't think that's true, but yeah. it is to the point where it is beyond ridiculous. <laughs> beyond ridiculous. Okay. As popular as that character is, that we're not being, like... Smothered in the merch. Smothered in Ben Solo merch. <laughs> so dumb. We should just make our own. Well, people do. 
I have all the. Yeah, I right, have, right, right, yeah. But that's the thing. I've probably spent two or three hundred dollars on Ben Solo merch that I could have given to Disney. Yeah, I know, or Lucasfilm, but they just are. What? They're sleeping. I mean, I'm glad to give, you know, small artists yeah, true. my that's, money. That's actually kind of cool, though. And I'm pissed about it at this point. Like, I don't even want to give them any of my money. I'm mad. Oh, my gosh. I'm just like, mm, whatever. You, you know, can't have my money. I mean, you're giving them, like, thousands of dollars every year. So it's Shh, kind no. of like. Okay. What's the rest of your list? Uh, I have, okay, I forgot another good thing. Not a favorite, but I, I think it's an honorable mention. I should have put honorable mentions. Okay, yeah. But Frog Lady is on the honorable mention, I guess. Of your least favorite? No. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No, 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 no. Of like, your favorite. She is on the honorable mentions for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Me too. Um, But also on the honorable mention is me doing the voice acting for Rogue One. That was this year, technically. Oh, yeah. I forgot Long about that. Long ago. And I was like just random guys. But like <laughs> it was fun. And I helped like one of my good friends at school for his project. And it was a cool experience. It was my first time voice acting ever. And then another one of the sound students asked me to come in for her project to voice act the main character so like potential potential money down the line for that for me i guess i'm good at it we found it was that pretty out. good yeah oh, i yeah, didn't did even you... realize it was you when i when yeah, you played it for see? me i had a hard time figuring out which one was you oh yeah you were actually acting yeah i know <laughs> that's cool anyway uh okay last one boba fett coming back i put them on all three Least Skeptical, best, best, and least. This is but I have reasons, Come dude. on, man. I have reasons. I have reasons. Okay? I don't like... I have... In my... In the back of my mind, I'm like, don't get comfortable. Like, just don't get caught slipping. Don't get caught slipping. Because they could mess it up in a moment's notice. Oh, they totally could. And I think they will. I actually think they will. I think the show's gonna be bad. I think he's going to die in this show. Why are you breaking my heart right now? Dude, I'm sorry, but like I'm not trusting them with Boba Fett. With Boba Fett, you have to do it perfectly or I'm going to be upset. Like, it's just the way it is, unfortunately for me. I wish I wasn't that way, but I am really about him being an unknown character that you can use your imagination for. If you give me too much, I lose my imagination. Like, it's not fun that way mm. for me. I feel I don't obviously like differently about it, but yeah, I don't like that. There are two things they could do that would make me never trust them again. Kill him. Kill him <laughs> off again. Make him a bounty hunter for the whole show. Or just make him back to exactly what he was, you know, pre Mandalorian. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Same here. Like I, I don't. I, putting I, him in that third, putting him in the worst things is honestly just for me to be funny. <laughs> but he's definitely in the skeptical. Yeah. Oh, not I'm in favorite. Literally everything for me. I don't trust them. Yeah. <laughs> I really do not. I keep saying that. Like I can compartmentalize that distrust like a champ. Right. And just put it aside and sit there and watch the Mandalorian and in ninety eight percent enjoy it. Yeah. Two percent reserved for when they do stuff <laughs> that is stupid, in my opinion. Um, but. Most of the time, I can compartmentalize that distrust. For sure. We'll see what happens. Okay. If they push me <laughs> over the edge by, like, what I just said, killing him off, making him static, mm -hmm. then I am Whack. not into it, and you just wasted all my time and attention and love. For sure. I understand. Okay. All right. So, 
I just wanted to run through, like, do you have any favorite episodes of the show? We kind of already... I mean, I put Throne Rooms. Big fan of that one. Like, the only thing I have written down, the Throne Room series. <laughs> That's funny. I wrote that, too. Throne Room series. That was so much fun. Yeah, it was good. Um, I loved doing it. That was just good because it was, like, very... That was, like, an us thing. Like, no one's done that. So that was why I liked it a lot, really. Yeah. And learned a lot, honestly. I did. Me, too. Oh, me, too. So totally. I like learning. And now it's, like, one of those things where I, I think about it every time I watch the movie. So it's kind of it's, it's kind of cool that, like, it transcended my thought. My, it, like, bottom-up processing, kind of. Like, yeah. now I see it all the time. As so. soon as I got over my shock of the Book of Boba Fett being introduced... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was right. like, my second thought was like, oh my god, it's a new throne! Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. we have to do another episode! Uh, yeah, and I did not even catch that. Yeah, so. it was really funny. That's good. Um, and then, the other thing that I don't have written, but it's totally true, obviously, our theme music oh. is a very favorite thing. Good, and good, good. And our artwork. Our true. logo. <sighs> this set, yeah, that's something I would have not mentioned. Made by Mr. Matt Frizzy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know if he listens to this. I don't think. He I does. don't know, but, but yeah, definitely. Thank I you. love it. I still yeah. love it. I've never gotten tired of it. I've never wanted to be like, oh, let's judge this up. Nope, nah, it's dude. simple. It's purple. It's solid. It's perfect. He also did decoding devs art. Yes, he did. And that was also simple and perfect. And he yeah. he went kind of be above and beyond with that too yeah, he because did. he in binary spelled out the lyrics to one of the songs. <laughs> like I was like, Matt, you did not need to go that hard, but like, thank you. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, those are good. Um, another thing, I really liked the Bendu episode because we had Dad. I really loved the Bendu episode for obvious reasons because I love the Bendu. Yeah, talking about that was interesting. Yeah, that was really fun. Uh, I really liked the first episode because it was not organized, and I liked that. <laughs> like that's authentic and nostalgic. I really um, like how you've become um, Mr. Sound Tech Extraordinaire. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's actually something too. Like I, le- I've learned how to do. I've, we've run into many problems and I've learned how to like solve almost all of them. I think once in a while I have to look at tutorials and like how to do things, Uh but proud of you. I've learned a lot. Yeah. That's thank you. Um, good job with your organization. Oh yes. Your your note taking. My note taking is not great, but, um, no, I mean, again, the amount of content we have is ridiculous. So that's true. That's kind of all you. Right. This is sad. We've already been on two hours. We haven't talked about the state of the force. Well, here's what I'm thinking. So for the state of the force, I think. I read a little bit of it before you uh-huh. came down. I think you should just read it. Okay. And we don't need to talk about it much other than that. Because yeah. that is good and concise. So. Okay, so just like when the president goes on the TV. Are we, are we done talking about that, though? The podcast? This is kind of a podcast anniversary. Yeah. We just Aren't flew we? through it. It was like two minutes. We spent two hours talking about this stuff, dog. <laughs> what are you thinking? Okay, then go ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what else is iconic? Yeah, what else? <laughs> Dude, we definitely should have counted how many times I've asked what how long is this gonna go. It's every episode, trust okay, me. Okay, okay. It's okay. every episode. We should have counted how long I've said bruh. How many times? Eight hundred times. <laughs> There's this I watched this podcast and there are these two guys who do it and they say like a lot. Mm-hmm. Like the like the stutter like. Yeah. Whatever. And there was another podcast that did an episode about, like, they counted how many times they said like in this one episode. And there was a montage where it was like, 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 it said the oh whole thing. Oh my gosh. We should have done bruh, 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 bruh. <laughs> that would be a lot of editing. Yeah, that would be, yeah, I don't have that kind of and time. And you'd have to listen through every episode. I couldn't do that. No. 
Um, no one wants to listen to us that much. Uh, also, I realized a kind of darker thing the other day, and you might not like this, but I think it's a little sweet kind of thing. But I've realized that, like, since this stuff, like, exists out there now, like, uh-huh. the audio of this, mm-hmm. all of the stuff, like, I've been thinking about it, and, like, when you're and dad are, like... Hey! <laughs> no, but hear me out, though. Hear me out. You're, you're an intellectual. You can handle this kind of stuff. First of when all... When it happens, if... I'm a robot. I'm never gonna Okay, die. if, if. Yeah. If yeah, this will be like a nice thing, and for you too, right? Like I'll be like thirty someday, and like I don't know if we're gonna be doing it when I'm thirty, but oh like my, not thirty. Oh I'll my be, god, I'll be thirty. How old? Or something. But like these are always here, you know. I yeah. thought about that, and I actually sometimes listen to t- listen to decoding devs. I find that very listenable. I just started li- re-listening to those just because oh, really? I was like, "What did we even talk about Dude. for hours and hours that was and hours?" Raw. The reason that po- <laughs> reason that podcast is so good is that it was raw nerddom. Oh, so nerdy. So perfect. It's great. In fact, you know what? Just today. While I was in the shower, I was listening to the episode oh. with the Windows rants. Oh. The original Windows rants. How long was it, actually? Was it 30 minutes, actually? I don't even we, know how we long We talk it about it being 30 minutes? It was pretty long. Was it good, though? <laughs> it was It was I was good. just, like, freaking out, dude. <laughs> I was busting. Oh, my it God. It was so funny. That was good. I, I really liked the episodes where we talked about... Um, actually, I'm just trying to remember what have we talked about. I thought that the Clone Wars series that we did was okay. and Not bad. We, we kept up with it. It's pretty good. Yeah, that got away from us a little bit. A little bit. bit. A little bit, but that's okay. We talked a lot about... um Because you were busy. It's, that was, like, really busy time for you at what school. Did, what, did, what did we, like... What have we talked about? I'm having a hard time. We did, a like, ve- like six hours on Rise of Skywalker early on. Well, no, um, we uh, did the Bendu. We did... Debatable whether or not that was a A whole good. episode on the Force... Um, oh yeah oh you know what i liked that one too because we talked a lot about like philosophy and stuff yeah we did a bunch of throne room episodes those those were many yeah Um, i think yeah there was four um the rise of skywalker novelization i feel like we did a whole episode on that yeah 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 and we had delaney come down for one that was when we talked about the clone wars i feel like and then like whenever there was just like news we would talk about current events a lot and then um just whatever if there was nothing really significant going on we just made stuff up yeah okay okay <laughs> well yeah then i guess like, the why stuff don't we do got... an episode of this okay yeah i guess the stuff we've mentioned because as i've made very clear this podcast is in the wild like it's <laughs> there's no rhyme or reason Oops, most sorry. of the time yeah. Like the Mando, obviously, we were on a schedule. We did an episode per I just like episode, how we, but... I like how we're, like, we're just, like, willy-nilly and whatever. And then all of a sudden, we're, like, on a series. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like how... And then we're doing that last one, which I'm at, sure that'll be my favorite well, at that Well, yeah. Point. After this episode, I have a feeling it's we're going to be on a break <sighs> for a while. But I've then I think break, but... when we're coming back, it's going to be our lost Star Wars Ooh. series okay. of episodes. Okay. I cannot wait. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Gonna I'm be just, good. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm surprised. If it wasn't for Mandalorian, we would have already started it because I'm so excited yeah. about. It. Yeah, I kind of um, wish the Mandalorian wasn't happening so we could get to it. Yeah, we're getting so to it. Good. We're getting to it. Like when you have time in January, we're starting that for sure. I mean, that's what's on the docket next. Get ready. Okay. 
All right. Which means I have to watch the whole series again. Darn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Too bad. Big rip, my guy. All right. I got to get to this. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Just read it. Read it like Lincoln. Gettysburg addresses. Four score seven years ago type stuff. Right now, I'm the president of the force. I'm okay. 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 Your, I'm going on your TV. <laughs> I'm in Congress. <laughs> okay. I've got the Bendu behind me on one side. Uh, I've got who on the side? Ben Solo. Ben Solo <laughs> made with Grogu on his lap. Ah. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> those are my those are my people behind me. All right, dude. The state of the force is not strong. Mm. It has been weakened. Okay. In these past twelve to thirteen months, in my opinion. Okay. The most egregious oh. sins oh. <laughs> against the Force <laughs> okay. have been committed by the rise of Skywalker, which seemingly destroyed the concept of the prequel version of what it means to be the Chosen One. Ah. It doesn't matter now. Honestly, okay. if Anakin Skywalker was or was not the Chosen One. Right. Because if he was the Chosen One, he brought balance to the force for about 90 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Because according to the Rise of Skywalker, Palpatine immediately yeeted into a clone body. Yeah. Therefore, beginning the Rise of the Dark once again. Yeah. And all this time that Luke was going out and he was building this Jedi temple and all this stuff was happening... And he thinks he's doing all this good stuff for the light side. Mm. The whole damn time, apparently, they're using Grogu's DNA to make a Snoke <laughs> pickle. Yeah. And all of that ridiculous <laughs> nonsense. <Snoke> pickle. <laughs> that happened. That's good stuff. So, you know, n- true, we did not even know the concept of the Chosen One until 1999. But right. you have to put some credence into that concept because... George Lucas was the one that decided that was a thing. Indeed. And if he decided that was a thing, then there was a reason that was a thing. And, like, now it doesn't matter. Yeah. Which, in my opinion... Kind of lame. Sucketh. I don't <laughs> like that. I never have. I never will. Okay. Say what you will. Well, the Force can never permanently be in balance. I get that. I'm not arguing that it can be permanently in balance, but I would prefer... That if we're going to have three whole movies talking about how Anakin is the chosen one, then can we please have it last more than a minute and a half? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> because otherwise, who gives a rat's ass? Yeah, who cares? Case? For sure, for sure. Um, so we have that on one side of the scale, which is really heavy. It's like a ton of rocks yeah. on that side of the scale. Yeah, okay. Ooh. Trying desperately to balance that out, I feel, is Grogu. Tiny little <laughs> picture, a big scale with a billion rocks on one side and little tiny Grogu body on the yeah. other side, <laughs> yeah. trying so hard to be the balance in the force, which yeah. honestly, if you want to look at it like cosmically, Baby Yoda is the most popular thing in Star Wars right now. True. And has been. Okay. For the last year, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there are people who are, like, not even Star Wars fans that love Grogu. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, actually. He's insanely popular. Yeah. So, I guess cosmically, if you're thinking about that, he pulls a lot of weight with him. True. 
Okay. Towards what I feel like is a representation of balance. I still think he's going to lean to the dark at some point. Are you into horoscope? I mean... You sound like you'd be in a horoscope. (laughs) I'm interested in it. Okay. Just wondering. I'm interested in it. Continue with your address. What does that have to do with me? I don't know. (laughs) I'm getting... Quiet, representative from Illinois. (laughs) Who told you you had the floor? I'm hungry, mom. (laughs) I'm hungry. You told me to talk. I'm talking. Okay, but I said read exactly what you have and you're going. I'm going... I'm skipping to Grogu because I still think he's... He's very balanced. Uh, um, I kind of wish he leaned more to the dark side. Like actually, obviously did. Like they did a li- they did a little bit of that. Not enough. He needs um, to kill a man. <laughs> then he need to kill then him. he's there, dude. I mean, we don't know what happened to those two stormtroopers that he choked out. <laughs> yeah, they could have died. We don't know. Yeah, dude. Um, but I still think like. We're going to, and, and honestly, if they're, u- if they are actually using his blood and using his DNA to create the, the Snoke, Pickle, and yeah, um, all the clones side. that Palps was trying to inhabit, like, woo. For sure. Darkness. For sure, dude. Not on, it's not his fault, but like, <laughs> yeah. in the big picture, well, it's It wasn't like, Ben Solo's fault. Ooh, dark. It wasn't Ben Solo's it fault. It wasn't Ben Solo's fault. You're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, did not blow up the temple. Oh yeah, and I did make a note about the white knobby spiders being, uh, yes. pretty obviously around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he ate one. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. And he ate the squidly doos. And the babies. And the eggs. <laughs> we all know the big controversy yeah. Which, of 2020. By the way. I wonder, I don't think I mentioned this, but you know how, like, Kronos ate his own children? Uh-huh. Mm. I wonder. Interesting. I wonder. <clears throat> um, so, I also want to bring up Ahsoka. Ah, uh, yes. Both versions that we've seen this year. Okay. Clone Wars Ahsoka, which was more what we expected yes, to see. Same. Yeah, I agree. You know, we expected to see her still kind of confused... Um, and then eventually ending up on the side of where we see, more where we see her in Rebels, which is pretty balanced. But in between Clone Wars Ahsoka and Rebels Ahsoka, we get Mandalorian Ahsoka. Yeah, right. Uh, with, you know, which they, they basically show her, like, wearing that dark cloak still. Again, on my skeptical list. Yeah, she's still wearing the dark cloak. She's absolutely not going to even think about training Grogu. Yeah, nah. Because she's so afraid of what she would do to him, potentially. She doesn't want any hand in creating another Anakin situation. Yeah. So, whether you think that's right or whether you think that's wrong, it seems to me like it's a very... um, um, it's a balanced decision on her part because she says, I'm going to give Grogu the choice whether or not he wants to pursue the Jedi way of life and get trained or not. Like, yeah, you're giving a little tiny child this choice, which kind of <laughs> seems like, <laughs> yeah. 
should yeah. you be doing that? I don't know. He, in the end, is a, just a, a baby, basically. Pretty much, yeah. But I guess she's trying to trust in the Force and just be like, listen, I'm going to leave it up mm-hmm. to the Force to decide whether or not this should happen or not. Yeah. But also, she made that decision out of fear. So I, It's interesting. It's balanced. It's, a, it's an interesting direction. Yeah. That's why I put it, 50-50. I like that it's interesting. Because mm-hmm. it is. And... I mean, I, I I actually think Ahsoka is a very good metaphor for the Force because the Force is just confusing right now, and she is confusing yeah, right now. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so. You're right. Especially in just during this year, we've seen so many versions of her. Yeah. We've seen her at the end of Clone Wars. Well, not 2020. We saw Ahsoka the White, but we know Ahsoka the White is where she ends up at some point. Yeah. So there's uh-huh. a journey there. Yeah. And there's a big chunk of it we haven't seen yet. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure is what we're going to get in the TV show. Oh, so yeah. We'll I forgot we even had that coming out. We'll see. Dog. <laughs> That's yep, crazy. We'll see. Yeah, um, we Then we have Luke Skywalker. Okay. Okay. We've already talked a lot about this. Yeah. Um, how <laughs> just, his, read, just read what you have. How? What did I put? Luke Sky. I just have Luke hyphen. Shredding droids like he's Vader. Uh Still unknown whether Dave and John meant this to be a statement of a darkening Luke or just to be a hero to the fandom menace or okay. both. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, but is that the state of the, that's not a state of the force though. Well, it's, but what are they trying to say about oh. the force though with his appearance? Maybe that it's confusing. <laughs> are they saying this is the same Luke in the last Jedi. He's just on the road to that decision. Right. And are you people just dopey that you're not <laughs> catching on to that? Yeah. Cause you're so excited about him crushing robots with his mind. <laughs> I mean, kind of cool though, <laughs> but that's the point. Yeah, like, I, know, I know. I know. I know. Why are you not being clear about it? Why are I you understand. hedging your bets? Why are you trying to, purposely confusing people and stirring the pot. That's my problem with that. I got you. Uh, But from, I think, like, the Force's point of view, we know where he ends up. We already know. Yeah. This is not, this can't possibly be a declarative statement that we hate where Luke ends up, so we're going to show you literally how he's going down that road like that's what the how can that be how can that be saying the opposite when it's actually showing you giving you a visual comparison between vader and him like people are you that dense literally how dense are you (laughs) i mean that to me that's like we suspect that's what the force is saying like look at this dude going in circles you know where he's going yeah. like this is the road he's on the road right now this is the, here he goes down mm-hmm. that not so great road for sure snatching kids <laughs> hide your kids hide your wife <laughs> crushing droids with his mind like yeah he's powerful and that was a really um powerful scene but i think i think the point of view of the force would be he's exactly on the road he's going to end up on by episode eight. Like clearly look, okay. look what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. Solid. Um, and then I do want to bring up again, Virgins, the short story oh. by Tracy Dion and 
from a certain point of view, the Empire Strikes Back edition. Bang on job. With regard to balance, this story describes the dark side cave slash tree as saying how individuals are not, um, they're not leaning to one side or the other innately. Yeah. I.e. Grogu. Mm-hmm. In my mind, that's immediately who I thought of when this when I was reading this. Okay. Um, but they are influenced to go one way or the other or switch sides at some point because of personal reasons. Yeah. And that is very interesting to me because this is a pretty, dark... Pretty logistical explanation. Yeah. This is a dark side entity saying, you know, I don't lay claim to people when yeah. they're born. It's not like... Right, yeah. That guy's going to be on my team. Which, actually, you know, fascinating, too. Because, uh, like, I like my mind, how it works, is that when I, when I talk about the Force, I think of, like, society today in real life. I try to draw connections, and that's a very, like, you know that whole thing with, like, gender, um, you know, gender? Yeah. Like, spectrum. spectrum? Yeah. That's a very, like, it's a very, like, you know, it, like that, 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 I wonder if that was the thing that she was Well, it's kind of the opposite to. of that, though, because gender is something that you just are. You're just born that way, and this is how you feel and who you are. This story was trying to say, it, it kind of almost was implying that everybody's born balanced, and then oh. what happens to them. Oh, and, I re- okay, I heard and, you wrong. And yeah, who influences them determines... Oh, all right. Which side they lean to. So that's more so nature versus nurture then. Yeah, it okay, seems okay. like it. it yeah, I mean, I that's what that. I got from that story. Never mind. I, I, I just came up with it now. That wasn't what I was thinking this whole time. But yeah, 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 you're right. Um, but the cave is like basically the cave's point of view is the dark side, obviously. And, and it's just like, I'm just dark side, period. Yeah. <laughs> no one influences me. And uh, I have no emotional pull from one of one side or to the other but then like by the end of that short story even the cave is like he learns he learn it learns that because yoda keeps coming and visiting and keeps coming and keeps coming and the cave thinks like the cave thinks it's pulling one over on yoda yeah <laughs> But Yoda's actually playing. But actually, <laughs> they are quite in balance. Like, they're both getting what they need from each other. The cave is so dark side, though, and so self-centered that it doesn't realize they're in an alliance yeah. with each other. Very windowy, very mirrory. It's just the coolest story ever. It is, yeah. It is. And it really opened up a lot of um, ideas in my mind, like... That's why I was so excited when I heard that there was going to be a short story in that book. From the point of view of the dark side cave slash tree. Yeah, it's so I odd. was like, what? Yes, dude. That's like the abstract stuff I need in my life. That is amazing. Yeah. And I can't wait to read it. And it did not disappoint. No, nah, um, dude. Really. I put it, it in my fave. Yep. So I feel like we have everything else on the other side of the scale and then Rise of Skywalker on the opposite side of the scale. Okay. And I'm hoping, hoping that at some point, um, everything else is going to outweigh its influence because I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. we've been over it a million times. I feel like it just 
murdered the whole concept yeah. of balance of the force. Mm-hmm. Uh, just killed it dead. Yeah. Because they don't get it. They think about the people that wrote that story think balance of the force is good. Light side wins always. Dark side should be killed immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not good. And, not good to teach kids that. And bros, <laughs> that is just not how it works. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And whoever told you that, I just, uh, whatever. Um, so I still think the state of the force has been weakened, but I'm hoping with, especially with Grogu, like I said, Grogu holds a lot. Yeah, Grogu of pulled power through. Right pulled through, bro. He's right there. Pulled through, man. Grogu? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot Grogu was behind me. Hello. What's up, dude? And a bunch of Kylos. Yeah. Um Actually, you remember bugs. when you said you remember when you said oh, I yeah. have that behind you literally have that behind you. <laughs> That's so funny. I have Raylo wow. oh yeah, I want Raylo behind me too. Raylo okay. as a unit, Ben Solo, Grogu, Bendu. That's yes. my team. That's stacked. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So I think that is the end. That's a good one. It's... Of our first anniversary extravaganza. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We shall revisit in December. Now it's time to talk about how we've, uh, how, how we, my, my performance in this podcast. Let's talk about that. I think you've done very well. Okay. How about, how about yours? Do you think you did well? I have no idea. I feel like I'm annoying, but Garbage. <laughs> I'm kidding. <Thanks. laughs> I'm kidding. I feel like I'm very annoying, but that's nah, dude. the cross I have to bear, I guess. Are there any other podcasts that are like mom's own stuff? Not that, that I know, know of. That's rad. Not yeah. that I know of. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We can't, we can't be that annoying, right? Is this our last episode ever? Is this it? No, done? because I'm doing the Lost <laughs> oh, yeah, series yeah, yeah, with yeah, or without yeah. you. I have to do it now uh-huh. because people are actually like Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm interested, doing it. So. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, and I'm still unclear how I'm going to proceed with that. If we're going to go by theme, if we're going to go by character, maybe both. Bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think you might have been off more than you can chew. Unsure how I'm gonna how I'm gonna organize that. I'll figure it out. I figured out the throne room thing. That seemed daunting at the time too, but I figured yeah. it out. Yeah. Okay. So we have that to look forward to in 2021. Other than that, philosophy um, episode. <laughs> it's coming. Sure. It's coming. Yeah. It's been coming for a year now. <laughs> yep. Um, and oh, the whole. High Republic thing is starting in like a week. I'm, my book's gonna Whoa. get here. A lot oh. of people have already read it. They have advanced oh. copies. I'm hearing good things. Okay. Um, we'll see. Okay. Don't know how interested I am about that yet because I'm not, like again, the state of the force has been weakened in my mind. So if we're just gonna be rah rah yay Jedi, I'm not so sure. I'm interested in that. We'll see. Okay. Could be great. Yeah, we'll I'm see. hearing good things about the first book, so. Okay. And um, what else is coming this year? We won't get Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, until next Christmas, I think. Right. Um, No more Mandalorian for God knows how long. What else am I forgetting that's coming up? Dude, you're Gotta asking me? Thing. Oh, Bad Batch. Oh, uh, yes. That's, that I'm pretty yes, excited about, actually. Yes, yes. Uh, oh. And our good friend. Yeah. I think we talked about this. Did we? Bob Bergen? I think so, yeah. In the Bad Batch. That's like yeah, dude. the coolest thing ever. Let's Can't go. wait to see what he's playing. He is going to be so... I'm sure he's going to be like an alien and he's going to have like the weirdest voice. I know. He always has <laughs> the funniest voices and, and things. Maybe not though. Maybe he's like a dude. I don't know, man. That'd be crazy. It's odd to me that he already said he's in it. Like, Yeah, dude. Oh, true. Maybe it is someone who's like big. Yeah. 
That makes me think maybe a recurring character because he's already said, I'm in it. And I don't even know when that's starting. I'm going to guess Dude, imagine Bob Bergen having a conversation with Bradley D. Baker. (laughs) I'm sure they know each other. Dude. (laughs) All those voice actor people know each other. I'm sure, I'm sure. But that's rad, Um, dude. Okay, so I guess maybe High Republic and Bad Batch are probably the things that are coming up next. Yeah. That we might talk about, and then our last series. So I think we have stuff to talk about. We do. In 2021. Yep. We won't be bored. I'm also turning 21 this year. Oh, God. It's going to get lit. <laughs> well, all the bars are still closed, so. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, I'm not you. doing it anyway. But <laughs> You don't even like anything. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> It's a shame. It's a shame. <laughs> it's pretty I couldn't funny. party even if I wanted to. He talks so. a big talk. <laughs> He's had, like, a sip of beer, and you would think <laughs> someone punched him in the face. Like, yeah. the face <laughs> it's so bad, The stank dude. face that he made. He hated it's it. It's so bad. All right. Yeah, we well, congrats on our first year of Woo. podcasting. 31 episodes. Yeah. Prime number. True. Exciting. True, 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 true. 31 yes. episodes. Yeah, true. Um, And I look forward to, hopefully, another year of podcasting with you. Hopefully, you won't dump me. <laughs> Okay, I mean, I'm not planning on it, but like, <laughs> yeah, same, same here, same here. It's been a, it's been a fun ride. Uh, okay, so if you want to reach out, we are on Twitter at Unknown Reach Pod. My personal handle is at Frey Adjacent. We have an email, unknownregionspod at gmail.com. Colin is on Instagram at Colin underscore MJ underscore Whitlick, where you will find his current uh, volume of poetry. Oh, yeah. Christmas break poetry that he's been working on. Yeah, dude. It's a lot of poetry for just a month. It kind of is. I've written... Yeah. How many is it? It's uh, six. Five or six. six. Yeah. Um, and we are both on Facebook. Yeah. All right. So, Solid. happy New Year, everyone. Yes, happy holidays to uh, y'all. It's New Year's Again. Eve. Be safe. Yeah. Have a good time. Partay. At home. Don't <laughs> yeah. go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, hey, Colin. Yo. See you around, kid. See you next year. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regents podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.